When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, hey, Ma! Episode 33. What a dick. You know what? I miss penis. Are you a boner guy? What are you talking about? I'm the one who should apologize. You know what? I miss penis. Are you a boner guy? Cuz. Cuz-a-roo. Cuz-a-roo. slap It's showtime. W-A-T-P. W-A-T-P. Hello, Robert Nixon, Cousaroos. Welcome to another episode of Who Are These Podcasts? The only show that thinks mental illness can literally drive you crazy. Mental illness can literally drive you crazy. I'm your host, Carl. With me today, a man who hosts a podcast that's been referred to as the Batgirl movie of podcasting. From Who's Right, it's Doug, everyone. What's happening, Doug? I thought you, how are you doing? I thought you were going to go with the uh, dry prison hand jobs of podcasting, which is how you referred to us when you reviewed us. <laughs> yeah, I guess I, I guess I lost that note. My bad. Thank you for reminding me. Please go to whoarethese.com. Get our email address, voicemail number, link to our subreddit, link to the Discord server, link to our merchandise, link to our YouTube channel, and that link to Patreon and Supercast, featuring two exclusive bonus episodes every single month, as well as the live video streams every episode. There's people watching us live as we speak. Also, we encourage our listeners to give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and then shit all over us in the comments section. Hopefully, Vic will be up later to read the new reviews that are coming through. First, we'll be reviewing a show called Next on Stage One. This was a suggestion from Doug. We have both listened to it separately. We have not discussed it with each other beforehand. Let's get into it. There's a show hosted by Mr. J and Pixie. And Doug, how did you stumble onto this one? Uh, organically through Twitter, there's, yeah. we have some mutual friends and it was, uh, just came across my feed and I checked it out and I decided that the next time you asked me to come on, this was going to be the one that I was going to listen to. Well, it's a good choice and I'm going to let you start off because you have a lot of clips on here and I want to see what sums up the show for you or, or maybe just a, a clip to get us into this world. Right up to the last minute, I was just going to use their intro Yeah, just because it's shit but i landed on number seven okay this is Crazy. gonna be a great show what do you want to talk about oh <laughs> <laughs> that, that sums up the show for you this is gonna be a great show what do you want to talk about how do you know it's gonna be a great show if you don't know what you're talking about <laughs> yeah it so what the episode i listened to was like how to deal with trolls or something and the the setup is it's a 30 it's 35 minutes of dialogue about somebody that sent her a direct message asking to come on the show. The conversation didn't go well. Okay. And then they spend 35 minutes just talking about this Twitter DM exchange. This is her setting that up. They, okay. they refer to this guy as Red because they don't want to give him exposure, as they say. And we got into some crazy shit. This I year. always get into crazy shit, but that's the fun of it. Okay. Okay, so... <laughs> 
what pre- or what follows this is the 35 minutes of crazy shit that they got into. Now, keep in mind that they are, they are both retired strippers. Yeah, and so, they also exaggerate quite a bit, I've noticed. So a yeah, lot of exaggeration have, going on on this show. We have some examples of that later. Yeah. But, uh, like, what, what I was thinking is, how fucking boring is their life now that they just keep their clothes on that this is what they consider crazy shit? Okay. Just a, a Twitter exchange. So number 13 is is getting into the, the intro to this conversation. He slid into my DMs. He slid into a lot of people's DMs. Yeah, and, and don't name We're not going to name. I, I don't want to give this guy yeah. press. He's trolls don't douchebag. You, you don't name trolls. You make fun of trolls. Okay. He doesn't want to give them press? Is that what he said? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So Do you think he's the news media? They they think very, very, very highly of themselves. They sure do, yeah. Okay, so so 17 is the next step in the this story. That's Entry. a very nice reply. Hey, right. I want to learn some. I don't know I'd anything like to, about yeah, you. I'd like to yeah. take a look at whatever the fuck you got. Go maybe, on. Maybe this person doesn't know how to work uh, Twitter. They might be a rock star, and uh-huh. we just don't know. Right. Good we point. don't know. So I wasn't going to be a dick at the beginning, because I, I can be. So far, what we have is a musician said, hey, I'd like to come on your show. Okay. She said, no. It's very controversial so far. Okay. So slow down. (laughs) Titillating. I I understand that the the next clip is going to be 41. It is a long clip and it's, there's not a payoff, but you you have to to listen to this to understand the context of the entire episode about the adult nightlife industry and and strippers and whores and, and all the good shit. This is more important than what their show is supposed to be about. So number 41. The first message Hmm. from said Red is, I'm a rock star, and I want to be on your podcast. And he goes, I'm a great fit. I've listened to your show. I have so many funny stories that you'll piss your pants laughing. My band is blank. I'm successful at it. We'll get along perfectly. Well, it'll... It'll be awesome. Maybe next weekend I could be, uh, it would be a good time. I'm super busy, but I can fit you in. Just summarize it. I said, after long consideration, I will have to decline your offer. Red goes, why? LOL. Makes Mm. no sense. I go, I listened to your music and past interviews. I talked it over with my co-host, you. Mr. J. And it's not the direction we're looking for. <laughs> Red responds with, "Is your co-host your husband? Because if we're that's not the case, Mindy. it makes total sense. Laugh my ass Morgan off. Mindy. Men get intimidated by my presence. <laughs> At least you did your research. LOL. Uh, this is when Pixie, the tide had turned. This is when something switches in my brain, and I am prepared." Now, I'm not a feminist. I'm, like, probably a classic feminist. Stop. Little hand sign. Yes. You know nothing about my podcast. I'm the one that makes the last decision. This is not about men and women. You don't fit as a guest for my show, and sometimes that happens. Red responds, ha, 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 Oh, no. Stop. Oh, no. I'm allowed to speak my truth. I really don't care if you say I don't fit. I said that. Men get intimidated by my presence, and that's total fact. Take that as you will. I really don't care. My response 
before I blocked him was, your presence is not intimidating. Cut that off right there. You're just not interesting for my listeners, and it's the, not, yeah. it's the direction I choose not I to go down. This is Block. not interesting for your listeners. <laughs> Why are you bringing this up? Why did they go through all of this? So, I, But I need you to fully appreciate the work that I put into your show. <laughs> that was it. 35 minutes I that it. I had to try to trim up as short as possible. Holy so you could understand shit. that I listened to 35 minutes to get nothing, but I had to have something to bring to the show. So I, I had to share what I what I listened to. Yeah, I understand. Okay. I understand okay. how this works. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so that was the first 35 minutes of the show. Yep. Number 19 is her co-host's response to this whole story. I get the final word in. Still be nice to this motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Still let it out. Tell him, hey, you still suck, but in a nice way. And then I screenshot everything and let Twitter have him. Good. <laughs> Good. Well, well. Hey, it's well, petty. It's, it's fucking busy. down and dirty. <laughs> down and dirty. Hey, sometimes. It, mm, I hate squealers. <laughs> yeah, he just, what is she tattling about? What did he do wrong? I'm, I'm very confused by this whole thing. This seems very innocuous to me. Right. That That's the thing. So she's saying that this. Okay, the title of the episode is How to Deal with Trolls or whatever. Yeah. And all it was Apparently was this musician. Apparently have a long conversation back and forth on how to deal with trolls, <laughs> which, by the way, is not the right answer. But okay, go ahead. But her, her she thinks very, very highly of her Twitter presence. Yes. I, did you, does she talk about that in the episode that you listened to? No, but they talk about their numbers and they talk about their YouTube numbers. And these are things I can look up so I know what they are. And they're very impressed with themselves. All right. Well. Let me play a couple clips of things that I picked up on. And these guys started off doing this just for fun, but now it's become very serious. And they want you to know that. I'm hoping that you think podcasting is still a direction to pursue, because I do too. Yes. If yes. you do. Yes. You know, um, just it, this is one of those mediums that takes time. It does. It takes time. Everybody thinks when they get into podcasting, it's just going to be. Easy. You're just oh, going to make all kinds no. of money. You're going to have perfect, crisp, cl- clear sound every time nope. you podcast. No. Without seeing what kind of lights we got going on, without seeing, like, what weird shit that we've went through mm-hmm. as podcasters. Yeah, over the past, like, two years. It's been amazing. Amazing. Does anyone think that just by podcasting you start making tons of money? I don't think anyone thinks that, right? I, I mean, I kind of did, but... You did? I just started a podcast, you're Joe Rogan, a week yeah, later? I just, yeah, I, I fully anticipated to be making hundreds of dollars a year off of it. <laughs> well, there, you nailed it then. So now they're reflecting back on this journey, because they're finishing up season three of their podcast. They're very successful now. We're going to see where it goes. We went from not knowing what we were doing to Kiki Cali. Yeah. Um, as our, our showstopper. We got we're, down we're, and dirty, Jay. Yeah, we did, but we're learning that. We're not dirty enough. Man. <laughs> and it's you know, hard. are we old fogies at this point? That's the question, dude. But, but I had to call you and get. We're, we're not old fogies. We're yeah. seasoned veterans. We may not be experts at what we do, but we have spent our time in the trenches. Yeah, but we're we're the Vietnam vets. Yeah. Well. <laughs> All right. So then I took offense to this because I actually am a Vietnam vet. I don't know if you know that about me, Doug. But I was over there in Vietnam when people 
have this uh, stolen valor, I believe they explained this as, saying that you're a Vietnam vet. It was tough times over there. Now, listen, it wasn't all tough times. It was a lot of fun, too. We would go out drinking a lot. There was some cool shit going on. But we didn't know who the enemy was. We didn't know who we were fighting against. We're in this jungle. The jungle was pretty cool, too. Jungles are fun. I didn't go to Vietnam, but I did make necklaces out of people's ears. So I can relate to it. <laughs> so anyway, that, that just set me off when they, when they said that. Uh, and then let's talk about Mr. J and some of the things. <laughs> I've, that... got some, I've got some good ones on, <laughs> okay. on him. Let's talk about some of the things that he's into. So he's admiring a stripper that they spoke to recently on their show. She's so cute. I had to behave myself. Oh, Lord. <laughs> she was such a cutie, and she had the pink, and she was fluffy. Yes, she was pink and fluffy. I bet your pussy just tastes like cotton candy, Kiki. She's so fluffy. Could you imagine if you went down on the girl and her pussy did taste like <laughs> cotton candy? That would be so gross. I'd be so weirded out by that. I'd have the softest dick anyone's ever had in their life. Like, what is wrong with this girl? What the fuck? No, thank I guess you. It'd, be, it'd be better than, like, Salisbury steak or something. I don't uh, know. It's arguable, I suppose. <laughs> All right. Did you check their, did you look at their YouTube? I did. Yes. In fact, I have video clips that I'm going to play for you in a minute. I was shocked. I listened to the full episode, pulled all the clips, and then went to the YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. And and I thought I was on the wrong one because it was a white girl and a black guy. And I yeah. was looking for a nerdy white guy. Yeah, no, Mr. J is a super cool black guy who used to be a stripper. And uh, actually, they talk about their YouTube numbers here. They're very impressed with themselves, like I was saying. It is a fantastic episode. episode. Um, because you talked about moving here to Denver. Yeah. You got to talk about all the things. It was a good things. episode. It, it got down and dirty, too. So check that one out. But my numbers suck. Okay? But it's funny. It's funny. It's because good. the YouTube numbers, on the other hand, are, amazing. are extremely high. Yeah. Like, they give a fuck about the audio, but they're watching the fuck out of it. So yeah. thanks, YouTube. Their YouTube numbers are not high. The highest viewed video they have has 273 views. And the guest on that one is this guy who owns these, um, it's called uh, Denver Dolls. And this is a company that rents out sex dolls. This this is a ridiculous business model, right? And and then Mr. J says this about it. One of my favorite guests for this season, for season three, Mm. was Brian. Brian, yeah. From Denver Dolls. Oh, my God. So much fun, dude. Fucking cool. Hey, Brian, I still need to fuck one of your dolls. (laughs) Uh, We have his number. But most of their videos average about 70 views. And I don't know how many subscribers they have, but maybe a couple hundred what they have, but they're very proud of themselves. And at a certain point, they talk about how famous they now are. Look, and the reviews just help me. I've got to be able to figure out what direction you want us to go in. I want to be able to keep entertaining people. I don't just do this for shits and giggles. I got other stuff. In the beginning, we did this for shits and giggles. Yeah. Now, Now it's kind of a product. I'm like, no, people recognize this shit. I'm not going to say it was easy, but we got two interviews off the internet in Denver. I was just just able to say, hey, I'm Mr. J from Next on Stage 1. She's like, yeah, I 
Fuck I've yeah. heard of you. Big D has heard my voice in somebody else's car listening to the show. That's fucking sick, Here in Denver. dude. All right, now that you know how famous they are, Doug, <laughs> do you want to soften your approach to this one? I don't want to get on their bad side. You know, this earlier this week, we ripped into Mike Tyson, and I wasn't nervous about that at all. But now that I know that Mr. J is so famous, he got two interviews off the internet. I'm not sure if we should go any harder. Yeah, I, I didn't realize that somebody had heard her voice in the car. I, I, I fully anticipated that they had, nobody's ever heard her. Uh, <laughs> somebody else's car, mind you. That's incredible. That's some claim to fame. All right, what did you pick up on from our friend uh, Mr. J here? Uh, so I want to I talk a little bit about uh, Mr. J, and he fancies himself kind of a badass. Sure. So, so number 24 is him... Starting to hype himself up. Hey man, I'm oh so passive aggressive, especially on the internet. And here's the thing, you know, I'm alpha, dude. I'm true alpha, okay? Don't roll up on me is what I'm right. saying. Okay? Don't start none, don't be none. You're getting nervous. Like, you know that feeling like where you know you just peed, but you still feel like you have to pee? Yeah. Because you're getting, your nerves are fucking with you. Now, number 22, he's getting more and more amped up. So f you, Mister at Mister J. I'm like, I don't want that on my fucking tag, dude. That's that's uncool. So I'm like, dude, I am not the one you want to mess. I'm this like, is, I'm is, not the one you want to mess with. Okay, I'm like, me? No, I'm not that guy. All right, okay. Okay, now you know you have fucked up. Yeah, you have fucked up now. Okay. <laughs> so what do you anticipate? Is all of this building up to? How is he going to deal with this motherfucker? I, that I don't what? know, dog. I'm just nervous over here. I, I feel like I have to pee, even though I just peed. I'm not sure you, what to do. You know, there's going to be blood. You yeah. know that there's going to be violence. It's going to be chaos. Number twenty-three. Okay. I'm thinking. To, so I don't want to know anything about you. Okay. I don't know we you. We don't care about weak dick energy. Right. So I sent him a text back with uh, Robert De Niro. Oh, with a, yes. With a classic, just. <laughs> okay. He sent back an animated GIF. <laughs> Number 25. He's not fucking done, Carl. Down and if dirty. you really yeah. want to get down and dirty, knock on the door. We can talk. Anyway, so my response to him, thinking I'm being original, is Marilyn Monroe um, saying that he, how lonesome you must be. Oh, another one. That's a good one. That's a good one. Thank you. It is. It's classy. It's it, all it black and white. It was either that or, or uh, Buzz, Lightyear, uh, Buzz Lightyear saying, uh, you're a sad, sad little man. Buzz who? <laughs> uh, that, was, that was Buzz Nightlier. <laughs> I've never seen that gif. <laughs> Sounds pretty intimidating, though. I'd, I'd watch out if I was whoever's getting these text messages. So I, I hate I was, to be that guy. <laughs> I don't. I want. I reached out to him, but he actually just cut off his internet and everything. He was done with it after the uh, Buzz Nightlier uh, gift reply. Can I show you the video intro they have for their YouTube videos? Uh, this is interesting because they're very proud of themselves with their studio. And the production they put into the show. And I, I want to point out. That not the their painting ability. <laughs> yeah, <it's not> that. <laughs> I want to point out that this show, audio-wise, is garbage. The levels are all over the place. They have no mic control. There's no compression. There's no normalization. They don't do anything you need to do to have a show that sounds good. And then when you watch it, you understand why. This is the intro.
plugging in XLR cable into a microphone. Wow. Those microphones suck, too. There's Mr. J. so important. It's great. <laughs> There's the stripper. And then, look at how they draw themselves. As if they're super hot people. Winter. Winter's back. It's still here. And it sucks. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Mr. J has a sweater on that says Mr. J on it, so he's branding, very good. He's got one of those hats, it's like, I don't know, what would you call that, like a Panama Jack or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Style sure. hat. And uh, the, the pixie there, I don't know if she used to be in shape, I imagine. <laughs> she was at one uh, time. That's kind of a shape. <laughs> Round as a shape. <laughs> Mr. J also has disgusting fingernails. Yes. Right up there with yeah. Stud Joe. I, yeah, did you notice I that? Noticed that? I think that yeah. was Pixie, actually. Look, take a look at this again. I thought it was a burglar. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I missed it. Yeah, what? What is that? <laughs> Why did people who have the grossest fingernails have to do all of these close-ups on their hands all the time? It's so gross. All right. Before we get off of this, I have to show you what happens because I started watching. This is the first video I started watching, and they have this woman on who used to be an escort and a stripper, and I'm guessing decades ago, and uh, they get into, right off the bat, you'll never believe this, producer Chris, spicy weather talk, <laughs> and they cannot stop themselves. Yeah. Winter. Winter's back. It's still here. And it sucks. <laughs> it's been... Fucking cold at night, man. It's supposed to be like 60 degrees next week. I know. What the fuck? <laughs> I'm ready to rub what one out fuck? right now. Colorado's bipolar. I hate Colorado. Look at how far the microphones are from their faces. <laughs> <laughs> What's the point? Just put them in the closet, that much, dude. It's going to be fucking summer next week. That's bullshit. And then, then like Tuesday of next week, it's going to be a, a dumping oh, of oh snow. Oh, yeah. You know, oh, yeah. It's fine. Whatever. Yeah, right around the corner. And Watch. we get plenty of people who are fooled by the weather and they just don't understand. You always keep a jacket in the car. Yeah. Always. Yeah. And a sweater. Just and in you, case. when you walk out of the house, you're like, oh, I got to go back and get my jacket. That makes like, sense, right? Right. Yeah. We do that all the time. There's we'll grab, we'll grab an umbrella. <laughs> we'll grab like, a jacket. We'll be all kinds of prepared. And people are looking at us like, but you're wearing shorts. Of course I'm wearing shorts. Man, it's going Colorado, to be beautiful until... But in five minutes. Yeah. You just don't like the weather? You wait at five minutes. Yeah. Yeah. I love Jeez. Colorado. <laughs> we used to be strippers, and now we talk about the weather. Check it out. <laughs> Dying to myself. That poor guest that they have I on know. there. She's just like, are you guys going to introduce me at some point? Did we start the show? Yeah, what, what is going on right now? So, I thought we were going to be talking about fucking or something. Yeah, right, like, exactly. Yeah. So then Pixie... You know I'm a whore, right? <laughs> <laughs> we're talking about weather. Come on. <laughs> Speaking of dampness, uh, do you guys want to check my panties? Because So then Pixie starts patting herself on the back for her new welding skills. And that turns into a whole conversation. <laughs> She's really doing good with that I stuff, am. too. I learned how to weld. Nice. I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Meg, yeah. I'm going to learn how to do the lace. What's that? Uh, it's welding. Oh, yeah. okay. Wow, no, you're learning technical stuff. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. Can, can you go back a couple seconds? <laughs> yeah, of course. Do the lace. What's that? Uh, it's welding. Oh, okay. Yeah. Stop. Okay. Wow, you're...
What she said is, I'm going to learn how to do the lathe. Yes. <laughs> a lathe is a machine that turns down steel. Or wood, I guess. <laughs> no, it's welding, Doug. She just said it's welding. He asked what it ah, was. Fuck, what the fuck am I thinking? <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then listen to this, because after she doesn't know how to answer that question, Mr. J has a great comeback. I'm going to learn how to do the lathe. What's that? It's welding. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. Wow, you're learning technical stuff, fuck too? Yeah. Damn, I am awesome. You're so smart. <laughs> <laughs> the opposite of that. <laughs> All right. So finally, they get into the intros. And the way that these two, the chemistry they have, this is their third season. The way they're able to finish each other's Wait, what is up with seasons? Have we covered that before? What, yes. Are there seasons in podcasts? They, they, the podcasting platforms encourage it. Oh. When you go and upload an episode, you have to say what season it is and then what episode number it is. I don't know why they encourage that. It's a TV thing. It's it, the, On the radio, there were never seasons. You just have a radio show. Will they kill off one of these characters? <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's let's check out these intros. What about you, Lucky? What have you been up to? This week or in Yeah, general? this week. This week. Yeah. Um, homework, mostly. All right. I went to Keystone Tuesday night. How is it up there? Last night. It was warmer than it was here. Hmm. And yes! the same amount of snow. <laughs> I mean, there was more snow accumulated, but I went up during the storm that was happening, and mm -hmm. there was about the same amount of snow up there as there was down here. Cool. Yeah. Well, for you, ladies and gentlemen that are uh, just tuning in, you're wondering <laughs> who that was. We have a special guest here. In yeah, the very special yeah. guest, okay. man. Yeah. You can't be just tuning do, in do, to do a they YouTube know that video. This, this isn't being broadcast. Like, this isn't syndicated. No, you're, it's not. You're, <laughs> if you're just flipping through the channels and catching us, yeah. let me back up a second. We've had some uh, pretty incredible weather talk, but let's get into it with our guests. All right, <laughs> Bring so you up to speed. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, here. Thanks for that recap. Was, we have a special guest here. In yeah, the very special yeah. guest, man. Yeah, so let's roll into this. My name is Pixie. And I'm Mr. J. And you guys are listening to Next on Stage 1, Denver's. Best. We're not the only. No, we're not the only. we're one of the favorites. Adult Nightlife Podcast. They did not rehearse that, that's for sure. My name is Pixie. And I'm Mr. J. And you guys are listening to Next on Stage 1, Denver's. Best. We're not the only. No, we're not the only. We're one of the favorites. Adult Nightlife Podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, it's so awkward. And did you catch that? They go, we have a great guest with us in the audience. Yeah. That's not the audience. Maybe that is the whole audience, just the other person sitting at the table now that I think about we, it. We brought our audience onto the show, so there's, now there's nobody to listen. Yeah, the bleachers are empty. <laughs> All right. I have, uh, I have more videos to play, but let's get back to your clips here, Doug. All right. So talk, talking about her ego, there's, there's several statements through this where uh, she references her Twitter numbers. and uh, What are her Twitter numbers? Well, how many followers does she have? I think it's somewhere around. She has like fifteen thousand followers, but she's one of those that's following like twelve thousand people. Oh, okay, yeah, uh, yeah, okay. Like if you look through her Twitter, which I looked through as far as it would let me go, trying to find that exchange, most of her, maybe three replies, maybe a comment, yeah, uh, may, maybe half a dozen likes. Uh, so you can say that you could say you can see that it's not an engaged following, but right. it is a following nonetheless. All right, number ten is her ego trip starting. 
You know, but you you fuck around with people in a different way, though. You know, because as long as we've been doing this, your internet presence is, well, much bigger than mine. It's ridiculous. Whoa, it's ridiculous. <laughs> Very proud of herself. She's, she's welding. She's on Twitter. What doesn't she do? Uh, she doesn't clean her fingernails. I no. think we established <laughs> she that. She doesn't clean her fingernails, and she doesn't look good naked. But other than that. Okay, so in this exchange with this musician, uh, Jay or whatever the fuck his name is, can't figure out why she's always the one that finds herself in this drama. Why is everybody always attacking <laughs> <Drama>. her? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Can I come right, on your show? No. Why not? Whoa, that's some drama. <laughs> uh, number 12. Twitter, the the account itself hasn't gotten in trouble, but people like to fuck with me on Twitter. Why? They, they see that these numbers that I've built and they go, oh, man, she's got such a big following, I can cut my teeth on her. How does that make sense? I don't know. It's so fucking stupid. What is she talking about? I can cut my teeth on her? She's just chewing the shit. <laughs> she sounds like an idiot. <laughs> you think? So, as I always do, I have found myself... I've I've checked out her three or she has two other shows other than this one. Oh great! Um, she they have two Patreons. What? She they have uh, of course Instagram and Twitter and Facebook and TikTok. And if you go to her TikTok page, you can watch her because she also sells used toys at the flea market. Um, she grinds on steel. I think she's now a manager at a at a. She works in a cemetery, she said, in one of the episodes I was listening to. She got a new job at the cemetery. She said, it's very quiet. He asked her how it was. She goes, it's very quiet there. <laughs> Sounds right. <Jeez. laughs> All right. So she, she's still trying to let the audience know just how lucky they are to have time to listen to her because she is so busy. So right. number 14. Okay, yeah. We are lucky. I, I get a lot of uh, requests to be in groups. I get a lot of, like, contacts because I'm helping other podcasters. So sometimes it gets real busy. So Okay. Okay. So she is letting Jay and the audience know just how fucking busy she is with all this shit. Yeah. So Jay is trying to talk about how he's using Twitter and how he's trying to uh, build up his brand, so to speak. And if you listen to I don't know what Cunt is, I, I think, is the word that comes to mind. Okay. But what she, <laughs> she comes over the top of her co-host for no fucking reason. Huh. Number 21. Okay. Then I get this random text from Red. Red. Oh. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, random. I don't know this person. Okay. I'm. I'm not. I don't know this you person. Got like, you got like less than 500 followers on Twitter. Oh, <laughs> shots fired. Who would want to talk to you on Twitter? No, actually, he said he texted him, right? He got a text. He was talking go- about Twitter. He was, okay. And then she goes, who the fuck would want to talk to someone with less than 500 followers on Twitter? What a waste of time. You can't even cut your teeth with someone with less than 500 followers. What's the point? Let's say that you were in an exchange. You, you're... Jay, in this situation, wouldn't you have just stopped whatever you were saying and say, like, how the fuck is that relevant? Yeah. Yeah, I think I would have fired back personally, but that's just me. Did he say anything? No, no, he just (laughs) kept going. He didn't even acknowledge it. But what she needs you to know is that 
even though through this growth spurt that she's experienced over the last year. Yeah, I'll say at, there's some growth spurt going on with her. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, so it can inflate your ego a little bit when you make that transaction to buy a bunch of followers on Twitter. Okay. And then you see your numbers jump up. But anyway, <laughs> yeah. number, number 27 is how she's reacted to her newfound fame. I still act on my Twitter like I only have 100 followers. <laughs> yes, I built it. From 100 followers. Wow. If this woman actually were famous, she'd be a monster. What a fucking asshole. I don't know how she's able to do that. But I could see why they're so popular. Because they get amazing guests. And the way they introduce this guest is the most insulting way you can possibly introduce a guest on your show. It'd be like, let's pretend that I didn't reach out to Doug weeks ago and ask him to come on the show. Let's, let's say that I, I asked him 15 minutes ago. And I was like, Doug, I'm desperate. Uh, all the guests I was supposed to have on here fell through. Mm-hmm. And then I made everyone aware of that as soon as Doug came on my show. Just like, yeah, Doug's filling in. I didn't even want him here, but we needed to have someone. So <laughs> here he is. I'm glad you found us a guest. I know. You know, because we, we were going to have a great interview with another stripper. Yes. But I love strippers, and I hate strippers. And just like God Steve said, damn it, you, it's like cats. Mm, you just can't wrangle them. Man, man, I had an interview set up. You had an interview set up. And for they, whatever bullshit reasons, the strippers didn't show up. That's right. So instead, we went to the... the a different perspective. Uh, yeah. We, I, had a, I had somebody on Twitter Space ask me, do we have any episodes that talk about the customer's perspective? And I went, no. <laughs> they got a guy who hangs out in strip clubs <laughs> yeah. to be the guest on the show. And oh, they're humiliating is... him in front of Are them. Are they even aware that there's someone sitting there? <laughs> it doesn't seem like it. <laughs> this is perfect. So my clip number two is her discussing, and this is back to the musician, and she didn't want him on because he's a musician. This is the criteria it takes for you to be accepted as a guest on their show. What you're walking into. We tell you all of the time that you have to be living here in Denver, Colorado, because... Yeah, we're Denver-based, man. Basic entry. The next criteria yes. is... You have to be in the adult entertainment nightlife. In some way, shape, or form. Did you get up on stage? Ever? Uh, did, did you date a stripper? Did you take your clothes off more than once for a dollar? Were you a bouncer in one of these really ritzy clubs? Have you been a DJ? Yeah. Were you? Did you ever fuck for money? Uh, good and questions. Have some, and have somebody film it. Did you ever the do, the, do the dirty things that we don't like? Yeah, prostitution. Right. right. Yeah, did, do you have hoes? We want to need This no. is adult nightlife shit, dude. Not just the people that, you know, kind of, they're around it and they think they know it. But, right. dude, you're, you're one of the customers. Were you a rock star that grew <laughs> up in a strip club? How funny is that? And now they're so desperate. They're like, all right, we'll take a customer. That's fine. You've, been, you've seen a strip club before? Yeah, come on the show. And let's talk about it. You ever, you ever work at one of those gas stations next to the bring-your-own-beer titty joints that overpriced beer? Come on over. <laughs> yeah. Good enough. And then what's great is when you find out why this guy likes to go to strip clubs, it just gets sadder. Uh-oh. About six years I've been going to the strip club now. Um, started going into one of the clubs up the street. Uh, kind of always wanted to go. And um, I'm, I'm truly about conversations. I love conversations. Oof. Um, I don't even care if it's if it's another customer. I don't care if it's the door guy. In fact, I 
I became really good friends with the managers at one of the clubs up the street. <laughs> He's a lonely, pathetic oh. dork who just wants to have a friend to talk to. And he hangs out at the strip club because then he can pay girls to talk to him back. Oh, and he even has some advice for strippers, which is always good. Let's get the customer's oh. perspective on how to do this. Feedback. Well, can you tell us what your thought process is when you go? You just go in, you go in to talk to the bartender, you go in just to strike up a conversation. I go to strike conversation. Um, girls will walk up right off the bat and they'll say, you want to dance? And I say, no, I, I don't. I mean, the way I see it is, is I, I think your job, I think, I think the girls jobs more than just doing a dance and they'd actually make better money if they didn't do that. If they actually struck, uh, struck up conversations with people, they would make way more money. Um, for whatever crazy reason, they, they, they ask for a dance. You say, no, they walk away and, and they would rather go sit in the back corner than play on their phones and play on their phones <laughs> and actually make money. And it, it really blows my mind. They'd rather do anything than talk to you, sir. <laughs> it's, it's the takeaway for me. That's what I'm getting from this conversation. He's, got, he's like, you know, if they would just talk to me for free, they would make a lot more money. How does that work? The way they make money is by doing dances. You yes. <laughs> so it, it's been quite a few years since I've been to a strip club, but I know when the last time that I went, you know, if she comes up, hi, sweetie, shut the fuck up. I don't want to hear anything from you. Take your clothes off. Yeah, right. I don't care what your fake name is. I don't care what your fake job is. I don't care that you're going to pretend you don't have children. Just show me those fake tits. Yeah, exactly. yeah I, I know. I know. You're only doing this to pay for school. I get it. Yeah, you're going to yeah, be a nurse. You're, you're engineering student. I know. You are. Uh, so this is kind of funny because this is just from that same episode. And this is where Mr. J talks about how big their numbers are. And they're very excited about how many people are watching their show now. Yeah. This is going to be fun. Yay! So before we get into it, uh, did you see the numbers? Oh, dude. Son of a... Holy shit. We are back. Wow! Yeah. We had a Dude, trip. I've never seen numbers like that before on, on the podcast. We have. It's incredible. We used to get... We used... For two well, months... Season one? Uh, season two. For two months, we had a thousand <laughs> downloads <laughs> per month. Okay. So... This month will hit a thousand downloads. Yeah, because we're only in the second mo second week of this month, and we're gonna get there. See, I told you. Yeah, Doug, they're talking about getting a thousand downloads in a month, and the guy goes, "I've never even seen numbers like this. <laughs> Four digits? What? There's a, there's something after nine hundred and ninety nine? I had no idea. I thought it just ended there. Holy shit! I so I can understand his surprise. You know, it's like you're telling me that. A thousand different times, retarded fucks downloaded what yeah. our weather reports? Yeah, this? <laughs> well, we literally are talking to a lonely retard who has no friends. As a guest at our show, people are watching this on purpose? Are you sure? He, If anything, he does good at being her hype man. That's that's all he's there for. Yeah. Yeah. No, she, I, I, I think he also like ran a club or something. He's got some experience running clubs. Yeah, so there's there's a... I think when she was a stripper, he was the manager, from, okay. from what I understand. She was talking about uh, the tricks that strippers do and some of the tricks that she does. Uh, she In number three, she's explaining why it's important to set yourself apart from other strippers to try to make money. I used to make my own tricks. I used to do all kinds of dumb shit up on stage because I want people to go, what is she doing over there and why is everybody laughing? 
<laughs> okay. Now I want to know. <laughs> okay. Well, I can I can tell you. All right. So my my number four tells you that, but it ties into what Carl had mentioned about him being the manager. This is the okay. part of that conversation where. Uh, so number four. Yeah, um, I remember that uh, that one special move. She, I used to think she kicked oh. people in the face every so, time she did it. So I'll let her explain. You it. get a guy in a chair, mm. and you get Pixie running full steam in stripper heels straight at the guy. You got the guy's legs apart, his uh, family jewels tucked in. You run, you jump, you put your head right between his legs, and you flip your legs over his shoulders putting um, yourself face down like in a Y on this guy's guy's lap. Yeah, it's a pretty cool move. It's a cool move. Yeah. How many customers has she killed with this move? It sounds like a finishing move. <laughs> the the last thing that I want when I'm sitting at a fucking titty bar is to fucking Goldberg with tits to spear me across the fucking bar. <laughs> no, exactly. But my stripper move was the people's elbow. That one was... <laughs> really enjoyed. What a fucking idiot. All right. So I want to... Because this is also talking about how Mr. J hired this woman who would eventually become an escort and a stripper, and he met her on her 18th birthday. She was very interested to get into the business, so she went to Mr. J to get a job. And she explains that the boyfriend she was with when he met her when she was 18, she ended up marrying. And there's a great kicker on this one. That boyfriend that I brought was the person that I ended up marrying. Oh, shit, you did? Yeah. Wow. Wow. Obviously many years later and many other boyfriends in between later. (laughs) You go from just 18 to... Wow. I met him when I was 14. Holy oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what? Wow. <laughs> but I got divorced, so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow, you got married to the guy that you were in love with since you were 14? That's such a great story. Oh, yeah, no, I hate him now. <laughs> she doesn't stop Mr. J from overreacting to everything. Yeah. She's just waiting. Yeah. And by the way, he doesn't remember what her boyfriend was. Are you kidding me? He doesn't know where he is. He doesn't give a shit. So then she tells the story. And so they're, they're escorts, and they're in this hotel room. And I'll let the story speak for itself here. Yeah. yeah. I, I think one of the girls that was there that night, she didn't. She wasn't there the night before. So she had missed out. Or vice versa. Yeah, yeah. One, one of the girls didn't get to go for the second night, but one girl did. I don't remember. I sort of think. Well, it was a long time ago. The it was a long fucking matter. time ago. So yeah. at some Thank point, you. these gentlemen ask if we want to take a money shower. Yes. And the shower in that hotel room is, it's all glass. Like, it has, like, the back wall, which is tile, but then it's all glass. You walk into the bathroom, and it's just Just giant glass clear yeah Uh, shower room enough for at least three of us i do remember there being at least three of us in the shower and they're taking money and just sprinkling it in over the top of the um the shower and it's and we're just naked in the shower and we're like picking up the money and like rubbing it on ourselves and rubbing (laughs) on each other and just having i remember that does that sound appealing to you in any single way Girls rubbing money on themselves in the shower at the hotel room? In a, I don't in a want hotel sex. shower? Absolutely no. not. I don't want sex or money ever again. Yeah, I know. <laughs> like, gross. 
I, I thought that story was uh, a little bit bonkers and not sexy in any single way. Yeah, that's gross. That's why I wanted to pull that for you. Um, Doug, what else do you want to hit on from this show? I've got a couple that I don't want to let go by. So producer yeah. Chris talked about him being high energy. Number six is another example of that. Cheese So and she milk? brought that over. That's weird. That's kind of weird. Yeah. Oh, so how's your week then? Good! <laughs> I like that it becomes like a gay man, just randomly. Okay, so I was listening to this, like I said, thinking that this was a white guy. Yeah. So we said she's dude a lot, too, which threw me off. <laughs> so this is in the exchange back and forth, talking about her exchange with Red, about not coming on the show, and how she responded. But my... What I wrote for the description is he went full blackface, uh, number 16. <laughs> Before you do, okay. Music. What bands have you been a part of? Just making sure you're a good fit. Now, that's the... That's a... That's good! That's a... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Dino Bites! Oh, Lordy! <laughs> I think Mr. J is Jamarmalade. <laughs> you think so? He's an older Jamarmalade? Yeah. <laughs> you might be right about that. Uh, and... You don't have to play him. I, I sent you five or six clips of him, his down and dirty thing. What is this down and dirty thing? Yeah, just. Well, this it. is episode 24. I want to do drama. Okay. Can we can we spill some tea? Sure. Can we, we still we just... down and dirty. Oh. <laughs> All right. You know I love the drama, Jay. Is that his catchphrase or something? If you didn't it, it know, must be. this whole podcast, we're going to use colorful language. Oh, yeah. We're going we're gonna to get down and dirty. We're getting down and we're, dirty. We're retired strippers, so we're going to talk, talk a lot of shit. shit. You're yeah. retarded strippers. <laughs> 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 Pronounced that wrong. <laughs> oh, Jesus. And he got into a fight with somebody. Okay, I want to know more. I want to know the down and dirty. Down and dirty. Of what? I wish someone would put this guy down <laughs> in the dirt. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You don't, you don't have to. Oh. Okay, we get the point, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so as they've referenced once or twice, they are retired strippers. Yeah. And she is talking about how, if need be, she can come out of retirement and she can still make her body parts do what they're supposed to do. That's number one. Oh, God. No, please no. <laughs> Trust me, even retired, I can still clap my butt cheeks. I can still make it wave. Like if it may not be the prettiest thing, because you know I'm not in shape anymore, and the, and the window has closed. <laughs> a lot more waves. <laughs> a lot more waves. I wish close the door too. Yeah. <laughs> oh, gross. So, is, is that something though that you think strippers talk about? Like a, a boxer would be, you know. Tyson, I've retired, but I can still throw my hands. I can still do yeah, it. Yeah, right. And strippers are like, I can still show you where I pee from. There, there's... <laughs> it's really uncanny. She also told a story in an episode I listened to where she used to be a cam girl. Like, How much weight did this woman put on since then? I guess it's a fetish thing. I don't know. So she spent one full YouTube video talking about how disgusting it is that People sell their farts in jars, or they sell their bath water, or sell used underwear. And then the very next video, she talked about how much money she made by letting her armpit hair grow, and then filming her her arm up and sending private clips to a guy who would give her $200 for five minutes of her stroking her armpit hair. Oh, my God. 
So do they lock this guy up, I hope? <laughs> He'll be on the creep off this week. <laughs> yeah. Forget the Jan 6 committee. Let's get this guy in front of Congress. we got to get this guy in prison. Stat, let's go. <laughs> uh, 18 is an example. I, I think they gave some great advice that they should probably follow. You know, and look, I'm not being a dick. Not right not now. Yet. Okay? Not yet. Not yet. All right. Not yet. Do what you do, boo-boo, okay? Whatever your craft is and you enjoy it, even if you suck at it, do it, okay? Sure. If you suck at it, you might not want to share it with people. That's all I'm saying. Do you think that you have the chops to be a male stripper, Carl? I don't. I don't. I (laughs) had to dress up in a cow bikini for uh, the creep-off. I had a a consequence, and uh, people were not thrilled with it. I didn't get a lot of positive feedback. <laughs> so I don't think I have what it takes. All right. So OnlyFans isn't isn't in your future. Yeah, Got it. No job offers. <laughs> yeah, I know. I thought I'd get one or two trickle in, but no. So Jay is talking about how long it took him to build up his stripper cred in you mean number twenty six. Yeah. Okay. You have yeah. to establish yourself, okay? It took me a long time as a male to establish myself in the adult entertainment circuit where people knew who I was by the works that I've done, you know, the, the credits that I had associated with me. What types of credits? Well, so, so there's fireman, there's policeman, <laughs> yeah, there's okay. shooting ping pong balls out of my butthole. Yeah, there's jump on a cake guy. <laughs> played a lot of roles. <laughs> Oh, boy. The the last one I have on this show is number 29, and and it it was just her attempting to be funny, tell a joke, and it ended exactly as you would expect. Now, do you want my opinion on how to pick up a stripper? Um, Sure. Bend with the knees. (laughs) All right. Well, thanks for ruining my show, Doug. (laughs) Thanks for ruining my show. We were Sleep doing well, so everybody. well. Yeah, it was. It's been a good six years, everybody. <laughs> we're able to do it. I would like to see Mr. J attempt to pick her up, though. That would be hilarious. Oh, that, yeah. There's no way. <laughs> that is a backbreaker. Whew. All right, uh, we ready to move on then, Doug? We are, but I, I don't know where you're planning on going. But I also brought a game. Oh, you did? Okay. You want to you want to do a game now? Yeah, well, it ties into this show. It's her other her other YouTube channel is uh-huh. Project Podcast, okay. where she is teaching other people how to get to her level. Oh, good! I need to learn that. Well, so clip number thirty. This is uh, the intro to the video on, and she's going to explain to you what the video is about. Hi guys, this is Pixie, and you're listening to Project Podcast with me. Uh, this is 10 things you can do to increase your social media reach. Instead of to catch a dabbler, it's to catch chlamydia. <laughs> the new game show. All okay, right, we, 10 things you can do. We don't have to spend a lot of time on this, but I want you to understand that the concept of the video is to teach you how to increase your social media reach. Right. Got it. Okay, yep. so just... Let's plow through these. 31. Number one is add a link to your social media across post on everything. Uh, you need your Facebook, your Instagram. They all need to be linked up because some people, well, they need to be able to find you. And what a great place to do it. Social media. 
Producer Chris, are you writing this down? No. That was pretty I good advice. So she was saying add a link to both Facebook and Instagram. Okay. okay. All right. Okay. No. no. So, so remember, 10 seconds ago, she said, I'm going to teach you how to grow your social media. Yes. The best way to do that, using your social media. Yes. Use, <laughs> use your social media. Yeah, but I don't have anyone following me there. Yeah, I know, because you're not following my directions. Okay. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe what you should try is clip number 32. This is the obvious next step to cross-posting. Number two is creating a call to action. You need to be able to ask. If you don't ask, nobody's ever going to know what you need. Okay, okay, that's not what a call to action is, but okay. <laughs> well, I mean, it is. Like, if, if I'm at the grocery store and I see somebody, it's like, hey, can you follow me on Twitter, please? Now? <laughs> yeah, right. Pull out your phone. <laughs> Type this in. Okay. Uh, okay, so Very good. maybe you don't think that she's doing a good job. I the don't think one. she's doing a great job so far. Let's see. The, the next one, I think, will be the one that, that boosts your, your numbers. Number three, make stickers. It's a great way to increase your reach by handing out a sticker. It's better than a business card. You can add a QRL code. It can be short, sweet, and simple. This is a good way if you're in fifth grade to get friends is by handing out stickers. <laughs> Once you become an adult, stickers are not as exciting for people anymore. If you don't want to be that kid in grade school, like, what, do you remember... When you, Valentine's Day came and everybody wasn't required to give everybody else a Valentine's. Yes, yeah. The day before, that's when you give out stickers. So they're you're fresh on their mind. You know that uh, they'll be thinking about you when they're making their Valentine's out. You have a calling here, Doug. I think that you should start a show helping out <laughs> elementary students be popular. It'll be private lessons. I'll have to do it out of my... <laughs> okay, number 34... Number four, create audiograms. Your podcast is a wealth of information, funny bits. There's so much good stuff that you can create a custom audiogram for your content and then be able to share it all over the place. Still understanding that you have no followers. Right. Right. What she's explaining is once you have a following, what you can do to engage them is right. what she's explaining so far. Okay. I mean, I, I've done everything she said. I put my yep. Twitter link on my Instagram. Smart. I, I made some stickers. Uh-huh. Yep. Yep. Good. <laughs> Good. You handed them out to people. I yep. told my Twitter followers to follow me on Instagram, and I told my Instagram followers to follow me on Twitter. Yep. You know what I was missing is number 35. Number five, create a custom hashtag. I've talked about this before in Project Podcast. Um, there is nothing wrong with creating your own unique hashtag to... Get your content together. So that's a great way to increase your social media reach. That's a horrible way. Creating a hashtag <laughs> no one's ever used and no one looks for will not help you in any single way. What does she mean by that? Okay, so maybe she missed the mark on that one, Carl. <laughs> Guys, hashtag Doug is fat is the, my unique hashtag for who are these podcasts. Maybe it's not unique. You're a dickhead. Number 36. <laughs> Number six, asking a friend can really help. Um, what's better than having a personal recommendation by somebody that you know and trust? Okay, so we're getting desperate now. Um, yeah, right. <laughs> hey, Mom, will you please follow me on Instagram? Will you create an Instagram and then follow me on Instagram? Mom, we're friends, right? <laughs> 
So I, I, I've created the custom hashtag. I asked the guy at work to search for it. Yeah. <laughs> I gave him a sticker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, number 37. Number seven can be simple as writing a blog post. There's a lot of good information out there, and you can write it right back to your podcast. Wait, what does she mean by there's a lot of good information out there? She's saying to just plagiarize a blog post? Just take I someone else's we, blog post and put it on your own. I said we were getting desperate. Um, <laughs> yeah, wow, okay. Okay, so we're, we're coming to the end of this, number good. 38. Number eight, create a commercial for your podcast. Why? Who's going to say that? <laughs> okay, so I didn't think that one through when I, when I was creating my list, but... Yep. All right, keep going. Number nine, having a web page or a landing page for your podcast can also increase your media reach. So far, my follower count has not went up one. <laughs> You're not a single person. I have done following all these tips. Everything that she has said, I and know. I have not gotten any more engagement. So the last one is sure to do it. Yeah, okay, good. Because I was going to say, I, I read your blog post. It was called, Why Guys Named Anthony Are Dumb. And I thought it was very informative, but I guess it didn't catch on. Number 10, learn a new social media platform. There are so many platforms that are jumping up every now and then, and you just got to go where your followers are. There are so many that are jumping up every now and then. Is she reading this? Did she write this down? Just give up. Give up and switch. <laughs> yeah. Whatever the whatever the newest thing is, just fucking try that. <laughs> Perfect. That's really good advice. So is that working for you now, Doug? Are you popular on the internet now? Um, I'm I'm here. That's true. It, it it's what got me here. <laughs> that's a good point. I, I did find your unique hashtag, and that's why I was like, I need Doug on the show. This guy's got a hashtag. Hashtag Carl Asperger. <laughs> All, right. All right. And with that, it's time for our cringe of the week. Cringe of the week. We got a few interesting cringe of the weeks that came through. This one, not so much, but it's talking about our cringe of the week. And again, the biggest problem in the universe with Dick Masterson and Vito Giswaldi, I guess someone brought to their attention that when Vito talked about getting his cat off with a Q-tip, that made our cringe of the week <laughs> last week. John for five, congrats on making Cringe of the Week on WATP. So that's where it was with the Q-tip incident. What Apparently, I was. Why is Carl coming at Carl? Biggest problem. Carl's coming at I know. Us? And the you know, Cringe I got, of the Week. Did I tell you what I got banned the from the WATB Discord? Why? Because the people, some some mod in the Discord was like, Vito's a fucking loser and banned me. And I asked Carl, I'm like, hey, Carl, I got banned from your Discord. And instead of just putting me back on the Discord, he went into the Discord and he's like, hey, guys, should I let Vito come uh, back? Like, he didn't want to upset the mod. Yeah, he didn't want to upset the mod. upset the mod. Oh, that's. I was like, Carl, you're Carl, in charge of the show. Carl, I'm banning me. cringe of the week. Yeah, that's is, my cringe of the week. Uh, is your host. kowtowing to your fucking bad Janny voted up? Up. Uh, dude, it's your show. Yeah, you determine who's banned from the from the yeah, Discord. But he does a lot of work. He, he for does a lot of work. Free. I don't know. You know, he really doesn't like Vito. You're cringe of the week, Carl. Just unban me from your fucking Discord. Cringe of the week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I actually ask people in the Discord because I don't spend a lot of time in the Discord these days. 
So I asked people in the Discord if we should let Vito back in, and the vast majority of people said no. <laughs> so I'm, it wasn't like one mod or anything like that. I was trying to get a sense of whether Vito was actually adding to the discussion or distracting from the discussion. It seemed like he was more distracting than anything else. But uh, Vito, we're still we're still boys. You can be cringe of the week. We we can still be friends. I'm actually going to be on the biggest problem in the universe. In September, I'm traveling out to L.A., and I will be there in studio. So I'm looking forward to that. All right. Here is another cringe of the week. This one came in from Roscoe, and this is a friend of the show, Ryan Long, on his podcast, Boys Cast. And I don't know that Ryan knows what point he's trying to make here. Bang. You know, you're getting banned off Twitter or banned yeah. off YouTube or whatever. Or just, yeah, it's like, oh, you're just saying that because you're against all the things. And yeah. you're just like, because you love Trump. Not the, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, just like, I'm actually, yeah, I feel like there was, there is some people where they go, well, yes, obviously you think that. Like, there is, like, there is certain people where, like, if they say, hey, we're going to raise minimum wage, and they're like, I'm against that. And you're like, you know shit. Like, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Or whatever, right? There's certain people where you, they are predictable, but it's like, there's a lot of people when they, because, yeah, it kind of goes back to the simple solution thing, but also when someone, you already know what they think on every issue, yeah. they yeah. can't kind of be trusted, as yeah. my, or at least, you know, whatever, you already know that. But um, I feel like a lot of people would say that to use that argument against people like me when I was saying things like this. They'd be like, well, you would think that. And I'm like, I actually don't. I, I disagreed on this one, and I agreed on this. Like, there was, I actually went and did go back and forth. It's like, you're, so there's so many people that, yeah, it's like just the single order thinking is a good one. Yeah. Yeah. You, you just got to think. What? I I miss doing cocaine. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> uh, and then I got another cringe of the week, and this is a weird one because this is live TV. And Tim Gorman sent this in to me. This is just someone on the news saying cunt, <laughs> which, which is always fun. So I will check this out real quick. And Cecilia Vega joins us now. And Cecilia, tonight's announcement, certainly a long time coming. A long time coming. Lindsey Biden is now the fourth American president who has tried to hunt and capture Al-Zawahri. Look, this is arguably one of the biggest terrorist takes. Biden was trying to hunt and capture? Good with, luck. With her cunt. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah, that's fun. You got any You got any more news bloopers, Carl? That was fun. <laughs> Watch this shortstop. The ball goes right through his legs. This is cringe wah, of the wah, week. Wah. <laughs> Boom goes the dynamite. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm sorry, Doug. You know, people send me things and I enjoy them, so I share them with everyone else. Um, we do have some new music that came through, and I know the producer Chris mm-hmm. is a big fan of Frank Zappa. Oh, yeah. So this is one that came in from Jonathan Bunch. Well, stuttering John with the crates of cause light. Stuttering John, do you know how he drinks? Stuttering John, as a substitute teacher, John smells like a pony, but it don't bother Tony. Stuttering John at the Pickwick pub. Stuttering John, he's never been in a tub. Stuttering John, there can be no super chat. Where does he go? After the show, <laughs> Scotland Yard. <laughs> That's where he goes every day. Stephanie Miller seemed to know. 
with a W. There's nothing like a stuttering fool on the radio when he learns to blow. He's learning to blow. Well, the who are these boys? Vinny Paulino. Who are these boys? <laughs> kind of old, kind of gross. Who are these boys? Andy Ancrosia. <laughs> I don't know where he was going. <laughs> So my, my clip number 67 is a 14-minute <laughs> compilation of, of Jay saying down and dirty, if you want to. Doug, hang with me. I have a, another song here. This one comes in from our, our buddy, Mr. Magenta, and he's got a new song parody for Stuttering John as well. You know, then I get, you know, you know what, cease and desist. A cease and desist has gone out to a big corporation. It will be followed by a lawsuit. Why do you build me a building a starter fuck baby just to <laughs> let me down, me down? Mess me around and worst of all, worst of all. You never sue car when you say you will. Say hey, you will. But I want it still. I need love, I need love more than anyone dabbling. So kill Michael Popak a call and sue. So Carl Ferran, you said time and again, but you lied, you let me down again. He runs to the door, hoping to get some, but it's not you, you're pussied out again. Hey, hey, hey. Oh, Johnny, Johnny, please just try, stop buying cores and save up your money before you know Carl's home is yours if only you smack upside the head. I do appreciate two-minute-long songs, so I can get a pee break in, yeah. <laughs> but usually you want to keep those a little bit tighter. Just a, a note for the future. Um, so I do want to get into some Stuttering John stuff, Doug, if you don't mind. No, please do. All right, and, it, and we always start that segment with this. This is a fun video that uh, somebody put together that I wanted to play for you, and then uh, I'll tell you why we're doing that. Story time. <laughs> this guy, I'm stuttering. This guy, Mike, is cool enough to, like, take me out to dinner. He pays me, you know, and it was all good. So, so what do I do? Uh, Monique, I go, you know what? This guy, Mike, loves to gamble. So what do I do? 
I and I know he's a fan of Anthony Cumia. This is the this is the this is the, this is the stuttering John that people don't understand. I take this guy Mike to Anthony Cumia's compound to play Texas Hold'em with Anthony and his buddies, and then and then we play cards. Okay. Okay. So I think we went, you know, it's once or twice. <laughs> then what happens? And Anthony and Artie start goofing on my stand-up. So how long have you guys been together? 38 years. 38 years. Holy shit. How do you do it? One day Are you still fucking? Sure. Wow. So you're taking the Viagra, huh? Yeah. <laughs> That's what you got to take, right? How about you guys back there? How long have you been together? And it just becomes like ugly, which is what Artie brought, which is why I knew it would happen that Artie would corrupt Anthony. So, and then what happens, uh, you know, after Anthony and Artie trashed me and everything, I said, Mike, do me a favor. Don't go over and play cards with him anymore. What does Mike do? He tells me that he, he tells me that he won't. And then the next that that Saturday, someone fucking tweets a picture of Mike playing cards with Anthony. Emotional damage. That is what people do. And then he has the audacity when I said, I can't believe you fucking did that after you told me that you wouldn't. And then he goes, he goes, I'm not getting involved in this childish nonsense. You know, but Mike continued to play cards with him. So it, so there is a total two-faced scumbag. Do I hate him? <laughs> no. Please, people. <laughs> Subscribe to my buddy. <laughs> what is a manga? Stucho's uh, fair use baloney factory. Always coming in with great videos. And the reason why I wanted to play that is because we have with us Mike the Poker Player joining the show. What's up, Mike? <laughs> hey, Carl. How you doing? Huge I'm, fan, man. I'm I'm not worthy. I really I'm not. But well, I appreciate you coming on because this story is insane. <laughs> So John brought you over to Anthony's house. You're now still friends with Anthony. And yes, John tried yep. to tell you you couldn't hang out with him anymore. Like, Why did he, he think that he could do that? <laughs> he gave me a strict ultimatum yeah. uh, that day. Um, yeah, it's it, it was it was hilarious, really. Um, you know, well, it, it, it kind of um, to give you a little context behind it. Um, you know, we went to the show. That show that you cut up with, um, uh, you know, Anthony already making fun of uh, John, just tearing him apart. Um, it was that was John's fault. John came on there uh, assuming they were going to rip on him, and he yes. came in guns a blazing. And if he just would have sat there and just shot the shit with him, it would have been fine. Yeah, or, or chewed the shit with him. Yeah, or one of those two. Yeah, good point. <laughs> no, the, you know what it was with, with Johnny was yeah he was so hung up and so nervous about I think getting shit on that he went after like right at the beginning he was going on about heroin and heroin time. Yeah, and uh, it it did it, it wasn't pretty for him, um, but you know ultimately he he pushed the uh, you know because he was doing the brokerage the next day, so you know Anthony came to the show and. And you know Anthony's a great guy. He's 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 gonna come in. He's gonna laugh. He's gonna he's gonna support you. Yep. And you know, uh, and, and John 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 was okay. Um, and then like you know that Monday, you know we went out to eat. Of course, I took him out to dinner, <laughs> and we're listening to the show. So, um, you know, he's he's really um, John was looking for Anthony's um, you know review. He thought he was gonna get a big approval. 
I mean, I think I played enough cards with him, Carl, to know he was he, Ant was going to bust his balls, yeah. especially Artie wasn't going to let him, you know. Um, so, and he did. He, he he reviewed the show. It wasn't a great review for John. Um, he said that it was the first time he's ever been to the brokerage and actually had a parking spot. And John just blew <laughs> up. He was so upset. He was he was really counting on Ant's review uh, to be positive. And, you know, we were, we actually, we, you know, after dinner, we were, you know, like listening to on my phone and we we're just pulling into his brother's house and he lost it. He was so pissed. And, um, you know, he's like, I knew they were going to give me a bad review. I knew they were going to give me, but he was really so excited to hear it. So I, I, I didn't think he thought that was going to happen. Obviously anyways, not. He, yeah. No, no. <laughs> if, he, if you he, don't he want looks... to hear people shit on you, don't listen to anyone talk. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's the only people open their mouths when they're talking about stuttering John. <laughs> exactly. So um, yeah, so then he just he go he knew I was playing poker uh, with Anthony that that third like the I guess the Friday after Thanksgiving because yeah. we had a big poker tournament there. So he's like he just turns to me and just flat out says, "You you play poker with them? I'll never talk to you again." And it was like. I mean, oh, sweet. I, think I already I like, won. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I know. <laughs> I, I don't want to talk to you, and I like playing poker, so this works out yeah, yeah, perfectly. So, exactly. So, I, you know, I was like, so I'm thinking about something like, well, I haven't been in that situation since like sixth grade. Yeah. And um, I, 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 it, it was difficult to process, really. It's not even like fucking your next girlfriend no. or something that you, you see that kind of thing happen all the time where guys get weird about that, and they shouldn't, yeah. but they do. But playing poker with guys, you, you're not allowed to do that. I won't be your friend anymore. And, and, what a and child. Fight, yeah, Carl. And he was fighting with John, like fighting with Anthony uh, back and forth. Like they're making up, fighting, you know, the, the, the tweets. There. So they were yeah. having it the whole time. I was kind of, I wouldn't say in the middle. Because um, I, I just met Anthony and those guys, you know, maybe six months before that. So I wasn't playing with them that long. And um, so I heard it because yeah. I was talking to Missy B about this yep. famous poker mm-hmm. game that you went over there for. <laughs> and I heard that John yes had to bump answer. money off of you to play poker like you were his bankroll. Yeah, um, that's a yes, too. But I, <laughs> I, I thought you were going to ask a different question. <laughs> oh, what, what, what do you want to talk about? Go for it. Well, the, the rumor is I, I think he was making um, some some passes at missy i guess that's what yes. missy was saying yeah, <laughs> yes. he, was, he was overly friendly i mean john's definitely like you know kind of like a, a a flirty guy like that but um i don't know yeah he's do you so think anyways, it's appropriate to be invited over to someone's house and, and then and hit, hit on, on their on girlfriend the... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, right. I find that to be a little bit rude <laughs> yeah, 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 <laughs> only if you drink little... all the tequila <laughs> yeah then, and then you're okay <laughs> <laughs> a little off-putting um yeah so uh no well what happened was it's actually he went so so the day before he's like oh i'm you know playing poker at Ant's house he's like you want to play i'm like yeah sure in hindsight i know he just needed a ride yeah and money drinking just needed a ride (laughs) so 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 i'm like well you know i'm like you know what i i played a ton of texas hold'em when i was you know living in massachusetts and i'm finally getting to play again i was like this is great so i'm like definitely i'll pick you up i'll play and plus you know gonna hang out with Ant. Um, I remember, I remember Aunt back in the, you know, the AAF days in Boston. So, so we go to, I go to pick them up and I know that I have to go to the bank because I need to take out some cash. I didn't take out cash at the time. So I'm like, I'll just, I'll, you know, we'll, we'll go on the way. So he's like, well, let's just get to Aunt's house first. So in, like instantly I'm starting to think, I'm like, is he going to ditch me and be like, okay, go get the money. I'm like, I know that's going to happen. Yep. So, so we get there, we look around, we hung out for a little bit and I'm like, okay, well, you know, it's cool. All everyone's great. Um, I got to get money. Let's go, John. Now, it, I mean, I know Waze was out. I just wasn't up with Waze. So I didn't have like a real good sense of location in Roslyn Heights. So 
I said to uh, I, you know, I said to John, let's go. And he's like, oh, you just go. You know, I'm staying here. You know, go get the money. So I was like, all calculated. Yeah. So he did have half of the money. To, to buy in. What was, what the, was buy-in? the buy in? Yeah. Well, actually, to be, to, you know, it's funny. He never really gave me the, the, the buy in. We actually played a cash game. I thought we were playing a tournament. Okay. And, I, and John told me $100 buy in. So those games, you could buy in min for 100 max for 300 Okay. So if I knew then, I would have maxed out, which probably would have been an issue because I would have given John more money. But um, I just took out, you know, a couple hundred bucks and uh, I gave John the other 40 so he can play. And <laughs> and um, can yeah, I clear I something had, up, Mike, real quick? Yeah, I want to clear something up because I saw people commenting on this on yeah. Twitter. And sure. last week I made fun of John because he told this gambling story where he bet ten dollars on the Dodgers, and if the Dodgers won, he would have won, won four dollars. And people are like, Curly, no, it's because they're a heavy favorite. <laughs> no, I know that. I know how gambling works. It was probably Dodgers minus two twenty. My point is, why would you ever gamble with $10 or $4? Like, what difference would that make in your life at, at all? <laughs> the, the idea that, that he needs 40 bucks to play poker, like, how it, poor is this guy? This it, is what it's coming it, down to. Yeah, I heard that on your show, actually, Carl. Don't you talking about that? Because I caught my eye, too. I'm like, that's, that's those aren't too good odds. Well, um, it's also just, yeah. like, pathetic. <laughs> it's not something I would admit. He doesn't like to dip into his stocks. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, so, and you know what? I was—I had no intentions of even bringing anything up until I saw the videos of him, like, shitting on me. And, and I'm like, I'm a random, nobody knows about me. Like, any, any, We do now, I'm buddy. <laughs> <laughs> You're a big yeah, deal so. in my book. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so we, we played poker. I did pretty well. So when we were leaving, um, I gave him sixty bucks. Um, so he basically breaks even. So Wait, we, you know, after the game, you yes. had to give him money. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I had to That's make it worse. Yeah, it was pretty did, bad. Did he ask you for that, or did you just do it out of the kindness of your heart? Doug, you know what? I, I I'm pretty sure I didn't do it out of the kindness of my heart. <laughs> <laughs> what a shitbag. You know, I, I, you know, I saw yelling. you win a bunch of hands there. You could probably share the wealth a little bit. <laughs> yeah. with your you wouldn't John. have got that without me bringing you here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> Mike, we are suddenly putting a game together. <laughs> You're in. <laughs> Actually, I was talking to Mike yeah. about this. We are yeah. going. I don't think I've announced this yet. We are going to be in New York City October 15th for a live show. The great Brian Johnson from Tell Him Steve Dave's going to be there. I hear tell the great Anthony Cumia is going to be there at the show. And, yeah, I think we should get a poker game together for Absolutely. that while we're Absolutely. in the city. That'll be a lot of fun. So Definitely. I'll make it happen for sure. I, I think you should put it out right now, Carl, that that you will cover John's buy-in <laughs> and save him a seat for the tournament. Yeah. No, I was actually going to ask Mike if I could borrow 60 bucks. Right. <laughs> Can I have the other 40? Yeah. <laughs> I'll totally it. pay you, you back it. as long as I triple it. <laughs> well, well, you know, he, he made this like uh, this, you know this nice gesture to bring me over there. So I mean, I was I was indebted to him for sure. You know, what a prick. Which, which means he if uh, sorry, Mike, but he wouldn't have been able to play if you didn't go with. Correct. Correct. <laughs> he doesn't so, have enough money. So this is a this is a guy who's a multimillionaire going over to a multimillionaire's house, and the buy-in is a hundred dollars. Like that's very doable. I've, it, it I've played tournaments like that with people who are middle class. That's that's not a big buy-in. Yeah. Oh yeah, I've, it, it, I've played poker with people that have wood paneling on their walls. <laughs> <laughs> what a loser! <laughs> well, you guys are uh, definitely invited. October uh, was it the fifteenth? Yeah, fifteenth is or, the uh, night of the show. Yeah. So oh, I, I can't 14, play poker though. that night. Nope, I'll be no, busy hosting a show. 
no worries there. I will yeah. play that Friday. We'll figure sure. it out though. That'd be that'd be great. Yeah. So yeah, that was that was. I mean, that was it for um, you know the, the pretty much the poker game, and then that was I, we we still stayed in touch, but. I, I gave my, you know, info to uh, Dennis, who kind of like runs those poker games at Ants, yeah. and then they just touched base with me like a few months later, and then it just became every month I would start playing, and then eventually, you know, you get invited to a couple parties, and then, and then you're at, you know, hanging with Rogan I, in I, Austin. Yeah, <laughs> I, I gotta say, you traded friends correctly. <laughs> well, you, you, know you made what, the right it, move. <laughs> well, you know, I, I was willing to keep both of them. You know, and, and John made that ultimatum and he wanted, uh, what a you know, loser. He, he wanted me to pick. So, uh, you know, but yeah, Mike, you ain't got things. a hair on your ass. If you don't call John and see if he wants to go play poker with you the next time. You should. <laughs> Doug, I promise you, I would love to get, I'd love to get, I think Carl was mentioning it before, but like something about, or maybe Dr. Steve was offered him money. John's really missing an opportunity here. I mean, there's a huge market. For him, you know, oh, no, even no, no, if, even don't if worry. He's suing Patreon. He's going to be wealthy beyond <laughs> belief any minute now. Oh, don't worry man. about that. They'll probably settle pocket. out of court once they see the powerful attorney that John has. Oh, shit. Yeah. No. <laughs> Too funny. I agree with you. I yeah. think when someone offers him money, he should accept. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. No, definitely. And he's always welcome to play in a poker game. I mean, he, he's fought with people and made up and fought and made up. I mean, you know, he's he's more than welcome to join the poker game, you know, with Carl, with Ant. Yeah. With bring bring Gino. Oh, could you imagine if I lost money to Stuttering Jen? Oh. You know how pissed I would be. I don't like losing in general. <laughs> yeah, I know. But if I lost that asshole. Dude. Fucking uh, pocket twos. Oh, you'd hear about it. <laughs> soul plate pocket twos, you motherfucker. <laughs> oh, yeah. God uh, forbid. I can only imagine. Uh, too funny. All right. Well, yeah. Mike, I also saw that you ordered a cameo for uh, from Stuttering John, right? <laughs> Did I ever play that on the show? I should yeah, have. Um, I, it was pretty good. Yeah. Um, me and my buddy, uh, Mikey Cups, was really close with Ant. Um, we, we came up with this idea to uh, do a cameo for Ant for his birthday, for yeah. his 60th. So we thought it'd be funny. Actually, it's the 61st. But uh, we thought it'd be funny if Stuttering John goes on and says, you know, uh, we told him about Anthony. He wants to be a comedian and give him some tips and whatnot. And it was really he played it played perfectly. We were, we were all pretty hammered in AC when we were listening to it. We all were laughing. I thought Ant would bring it up, but yeah, it was it was really funny. It was yeah. hilarious. Well Too done, funny. my friend. Well, you oh, are you. doing a splendid job trolling, John, and we always appreciate I, that. Here, I, nobody's better than you, Carl. Wow, <laughs> I didn't want to have to be the one to say it, so thank you. <laughs> the show's the best. It's really great. And like I said, I. I'm telling you, I wish one day John would be able to, you know, touch base with you and Ant and get back. And maybe you guys can all be friends. And yeah, that's, what, that's what I'm hoping for. I want to be friends with Suttering John Melendez. And you can I give want. him money. He sounds like a really cool friend. I don't know. Yeah, hey, if do. you do him favors, you do, you do him favors, you know, he can be your friend. No yeah, one makes more money for Stuttering John than I do. And that there's is no question. That is a no fact. question. Uh, Mike, I'm going to play some clips. You want to hang out or do you have to? You, you know what? what do you I, want to Carl, do? I would, I would love to. I'm, I'm going with my. We're having it's our anniversary party, so we got to go to. Uh, we're having a dinner date, so I had till four o'clock. So I didn't know if I was uh, pushing. I, I would normally love to stay, but um, you know, reach out to me anytime if you okay. ever need anything. And you don't have to come with was, an excuse, man. You can just be like, yeah, no, I'm good. <laughs> it's not the pool no, party. <laughs> I love you guys. So you, know I, he said, I, you know he said he was going to do uh, some clips and not the uh, voicemails, right? 
<laughs> oh man, you guys are the best. No, I'm, I'm a guy on the sideline, man. I, 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 it's, it's, it's great watching you guys and keep up. Well, dude, great I, stuff for sure. I really appreciate you coming on and telling us a story. I can't wait to meet you in person and, and learn oh, even more about uh, these stories. Absolutely. We'll definitely great. see you in, in New York City for sure. No awesome. Doubt. Cool. All, All right. right. Thanks, Mike. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Take care. See you. All right, Doug. I was checking out. And by the way, I wasn't going to do Suttering John today. I went a whole media tour yesterday. I did Shuli's show. I did Wine Mike Project. Everyone wants to talk about Suttering John and these lawsuits that are going on. And so I was like, all right, I'm kind of Suttering John'd out. But then the shit that's going on in this most recent episode, he had Alex Jones' ex-wife on. And so he's all excited. He's interviewing because Alex Jones is kind of in the news right now, as you might have noticed. Yes. So he's all excited to be interviewing her. And I love that Frank Pellegrino, the fiance of our friend Chrissy Mayer, and also friend of the show, he's been, been on the show before, mm-hmm. uh, he was in there with some super chats for John. That's one question. And then I guess this is one for me from Frank Pellegrino. Uh, thanks for the 10 bucks. Godspeed with your endeavors, John, so that you want to discuss your lawsuits on any po- podcast you want to come on the, the this person's podcast to discuss it all. Uh, no, because that person loves to trash me all the time, so I don't think so. I love that here he has his big guest on. He's all excited about it, and now he's reading these things about. He won't even say Chrissy Mayer's name. Will you come? John said, "I'll go on anyone's show. I want to talk about these lawsuits. I'll go on anyone's show." Chrissy Mayer immediately tweeted at him, "Let's, let's do it. Come on my show." And John's pussing out. So then Chrissy gets involved, and I give mad props to Chrissy on this one because she put up fifty bucks to get John to read her super chat. This is a very big uh, super chat. 50 bucks. I don't think you read the name yet. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) From Chrissy, man, my heart goes out to Kelly and her family. John, let's make amends and talk to my back. You you know you miss me. Also for Tony, where did your drive-thru videos go? I like that. Yes. <laughs> I'm, glad right. Chr- I'm glad Chrissy knows Shout who I am. That's, the, that's that fantastic. Making up is great to do, yeah? Yeah, but just um, stop trashing me, Chrissy, and I would do your show any time, but you just go on every show and trash me. Mm. You know? oh so you got to choose which you have to choose which side you're on here. You know what I mean? <laughs> I love that Chrissy Bayer threw in there. Hey, Tony, what happened to those uh, drive-thru videos? Drive in, drive out, drive through. She got more bang for her buck. She really (laughs) did. That's impressive. And and meanwhile, it's all while this woman's on here going, oh, what a sweetheart. What a nice girl. She has no idea what's going on. So, John, stop being a pussy. I'd go on your show, but you trash me. Everyone trashes. You got to go on someone's show. You were voted most trashable. (laughs) This isn't Chrissy's fault. Yeah. So Tony Michaels is back. Yeah. This is a pretty big deal. Yeah. And uh, John. Speaking of last minute guests. John knows how to get the most out of his guests. Yeah. He's really good at that. He's going to milk Tony for all the entertainment (laughs) that he could get. And he asked Tony to do his Alex Jones impression after they get done with uh, Kelly Jones. Oh, jeez. Alex's ex-wife. Things it's been a while think. since I've been on your show. I've been so busy. I haven't been able to every time. I know. I love it's having like every. You. Yeah, I know. Well, your days don't right after you say you're a fan favorite, and then you stop coming on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Damon Ross. Oh, geez, I said that John knows how to get the most out of his guests. Never mind. Uh, super chat <laughs> told him to have the Alex Jones impression. That was way off. Robin, thanks for the five bucks. Tony, can you give us? An Alex Jones impression. Can can I do an Alex? All right. I, now, I want you guys to realize how difficult it is to amuse Stuttering John. It takes a lot 
for him to be excited about something that you do. I do, and Alex, Alex Jones, look, if you're gonna, if you're gonna be in bed with these demon Democrats, they're gonna come down, and they're gonna rain down on you from hell, and they're gonna come for you, and they're gonna take your children, and they're gonna eat your children, and I'm Alex Jones. Now, back to the news. <laughs> that's that's the best. <laughs> Do you think that was standing O worthy? It's funny. <laughs> well, I don't think it's funny. Jesus. Just, hey! Hey! <laughs> Let's make fun of the guy I don't like. He's the monkey with the symbols. Yeah, that's what I was picturing when I was watching that. I gotta go back now that you have put that in my planted that seed. I gotta watch this. And I'm Alex Jones. Now, back to the news. <laughs> that's that's the best. What a horrible impression, too. I love when someone does an impression, they have to say the guy's name. Hey, I was just me, gonna, Alex Jones. <laughs> I was just going to say the, the exact same thing. This you wouldn't have known Jack who he was trying Nicholson. to do until. Then. <laughs> you talking to me? <laughs> Bobby De Niro, you talking God. to me? <laughs> I'm Robert De Niro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm that character from that movie. All right. Uh, what else is going on in this? Because I don't think they were prepared for this to be such a big drama. Oh, Otherwise they... oh I got to set this one up. Holy shit. Even Tony Michaels gets so annoyed with stuttering John right here. So what happens is John starts texting with someone. And then they can't figure out via text. Now, watch this. Because Tony's going off on whatever nonsense he's talking about. And John can't be bothered to even pretend to be paying attention to Tony. And then he takes a phone call in the middle of this show. It's insane. <laughs> this is something that I would, I would expect who's right to do. That's how unprofessional. I'm, I'm okay with that. Yeah, I, I know. I don't... <laughs> you know what you are. Because yeah. I don't think they were prepared for this to be such a big drama. Yeah. Otherwise, they would have mic'd it a lot better. But in saying that, this, this, what Alex Jones, Jones has done to not just the people around him, but also his audience, is despicable. And it's disgraceful. And the only reason why is because he's manipulated them into believing this stuff. And these comments that I got on this video that I posted, and I, and I thought it was significant. I thought it's significant for a judge to sit and look at Alex Jones in the eyes when not only – she's not deciding his fate – She's just holding a courtroom so that the jury can decide how much money he's supposed to pay this family that has won this lawsuit. Hold on, I just got a call. Oh, hey, Jesus <laughs> <Christ>. <laughs> look at Tony's face. He's like, hey. "Are you fucking kidding me right now?" Hello, it's it's me. It's my new number. Oh, jeez. <laughs> hey, uh, come on. I have Tony Michaels on. Who? Who is that? Is that Man. Hal or is that Major? He knows it's too fragile. Yeah, there's they only know how two to text choices. message. All right, we'll just. Uh, they don't know how to text half hour. Just give me the number three. <laughs> <laughs> this is ridiculous, John. All right, don't worry about it. All right, I'll see you. Who well, is you it? Know Who was it? Was it Major? Yeah, it's the Army Major. Oh, the Army Major. Okay. Well, I love Tony Michaels. He's like, this is ridiculous, John. What are you doing right now? Because Tony hasn't been on the show in over a month. He knows that someone's going to cut it up. A lot of people are going to cut it up. Goof on. It's going to be all over Reddit. And fucking John can't get out of his own way. What happened was Tony Michaels had to leave to go pick up his kids or his son or something like that. Mm -hmm. 
So now that would have left John with 30 minutes to fill on his show, which we know he's <laughs> not capable of doing. Yeah. Yes. So then he starts texting with uh, Richard Ojeda. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he starts texting with Richard Ojeda at, to see if he'll come on the show. Oh, God. Just to, just to fill this a little bit amount of time. And then Richard doesn't have his new number, so he's all confused. Who is this? And there's a phone call. All of this going on during the show. Like This is the shit you got to take care of. Before the show, not during the show. Hold, hold on, I'm making notes. <laughs> <laughs> but this is all Tony's fault, it turns out. I asked him to come on because you were supposed to tell me if Gabe could come on after you left. I you never can't. I, I, well, I, 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 sorry. You can handle 30 minutes, John. You can, maybe I'll. I had to call him because you were supposed to tell me if your buddy <laughs> could do my show and you never You're did. Supposed- this is all your fault. I've never thought about having my guest book their guest. <laughs> yeah. book, book the next guest. That's actually brilliant, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Handle 30 minutes, John. You can uh, Maybe I'll stay around for an extra five. That'll give you 25. Right. For oh, hold on, Gonzo. Uh, thanks for, oh, I'm saying you should go on their show. You know your stuff, John. So what if that girl tries to match you? You know your stuff. Make her, make yeah. her regret inviting you. Facts. Gonzo, who's a fan of Centering John, is going, yeah, go on Chrissy Mayer's show. Yeah, you know your yourself. stuff. Whatever. Yeah, and John's going, you think I know myself? <laughs> <laughs> true support, you view, John. Yeah, I know. It's just because this girl that, you know, donated 50 bucks asked me to come on a show. It's like. Yeah, yeah, take her 50 bucks and walk. Fuck her. No, no, no. It's like, I would if you don't. But she goes on every other show and trashes me. <laughs> yeah. This... John, man up. You're an adult man. I won't go on her show because she goes on other people's shows and trashes me. Well, then fucking go on her show and talk to her about it. That's how you would deal with that. Carl, you have built, you have built a uh, uh, pretty big friends I, of the show group, oh, I, right? I thought you were going to say empire. I was, I was going to agree with you. Yes, the WTP empire. No, for, yeah, we, we have a good list of uh, friends of the show. Sure. How many people that are now associated with the show are because you shit on them on the show? All right. So I'm glad you asked that, Doug, because... I've explained this many times that when you're in on the joke, it works to your benefit. Mm -hmm. Doug, the first time we interacted with Doug, we were shitting out his podcast. He was right. Kaya, same thing. Dick Masterson, same thing. Pat Oates, same thing. So many of these people who are now on the show, come on the show regularly, started with us goofing on them. They, They got the joke. They played along. This fucking retard cannot figure out how to get out of his own fucking way. And actually, I don't know, make a friend or two. You know, besides the guys who he wants to borrow poker money from. Is that the point you were trying to make, Doug? Yeah, thank you. <laughs> okay. Look at the smug John sounding like a complete idiot. Yeah. This is, I don't pull a lot of the clips of the political parts of the show, mm-hmm. but I just love how smug John is here. First, Tony, mm-hmm. I, I will cover Josh Hawley. Go now, ahead. I'm, I, attack, I'll talk Holly. Okay, so with the attack of Ukraine, mm-hmm. Finland and Sweden said, hey, motherfuckers, we better get in NATO because we're going to need this protection in case this lunatic known as Vladimir Putin decides to attack us. Yeah. So Joe Biden and the rest of the people at NATO are, are trying to streamline the process to get Swinland... Sweden and Finland, Switzerland. <laughs> their membership of NATO. You're talking about the floor, the floor vote in the Senate. Everybody, in the Senate votes yes. 
Mm-hmm. Except for Josh Hawley. Do you want me to tell you why he voted no? Yes, that's why I'm asking you. You did Okay, didn't. well, here's here's why Josh Hawley voted no. Josh, you, that wasn't a question. He goes, yeah, of course that's what I want you to do. It's like, yeah, but you didn't ask him anything. And I didn't think of it until you brought it up. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I like that this guy is supposed to be a serious political show. And he's going, and Sweden's like, hey, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> and Biden's like, fuck yeah, bro. <laughs> what? Is that what's happening? <laughs> All right. So poor Tony Michaels. He has to leave to go pick up his son from somewhere. And John will not let him leave. He just keeps asking him questions, and ones that maybe he doesn't need to ask. Remember, these guys are supposedly friends, and for some reason, John feels compelled to ask him this. Because, folks, that's how they're engaging in their democracy, and they're damn good at it. They're damn good at these getting these crazy wackadoos to engage in this way, and we, we have to engage in our democracy. We have to. Tony, I know you got to go, but just one quick question. Yeah. Mm-hmm. People keep asking me, why did you take down your drive-through videos? <laughs> My drive-through videos. You know, everyone kind of like. <laughs> why, why, why did you take down your drive-through videos after they're talking about nothing yeah. but serious political talk? Yeah. And then you could tell Tony was not ready for that question because uh, he repeats the question. Yeah. My drive-through videos, John. That's what we're talking about. Asking me, why did you take down your drive-through videos? Was My drive-through videos. You know, everyone kind of likes those. Everyone kind of. I, likes I those thought videos. they were good. No, I thought they were good. Said the guy who didn't mean it. <laughs> <laughs> I thought they were good. Opie just walked in. Yeah, I pitch Opie is talking about how good those videos were. <laughs> and by the way, I just want to point out that Tony Michaels never answers the question. Oh, why did you take down your drive-through videos? He starts with, "I thought they were pretty good." Mm-hmm. You know, people liked them. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's not a good answer to that. My drive-through videos. You know, everyone kind of likes those. Everyone kind of likes I those. I thought videos. they were good. Uh-huh. Yeah, we. You know, I I like those videos. Those uh-huh. are from a long time ago. Uh-huh. Why they did you take them down? Yeah. They're like 2018. Well, you know, they kept getting uh, trolls. Kept uh, uh, trolls kept coming to them. You know, people were giving them attention. So, I mean, I I might wait a second. We don't want that. Yeah, I know. Why do you put videos on YouTube? Not for attention. I don't want people to see it yeah. and give it attention. God forbid. See, none of this makes any fucking sense. If if I'm out of the loop on this, if I ask you what these drive through videos are, is it going to disrupt the, the flow no, of the no, show? No, I'll, I'll give you an update on it. So this guy who now is this real like left-leaning um, political pundit and takes himself very seriously, a few years ago, we're going back to like 2018, he was do these fast food vlog videos where he would go to McDonald's or Wendy's and order food, and then he would eat it in his car and tell you how much he enjoyed it. Oh, okay. you, n- you never saw the food, by the way. No, nope. you never out. saw the food. You never saw him eat it. And he would always give you a, a halftime report. Yeah. I'm halfway through my sandwich. I'm not sure if I'm going to finish it. And then it would cut to, I just finished my sandwich. I was able to do it. It's so childish and ridiculous and unfunny in every single way that we've goofed on him. And then he took them all down because of it. So it was, was is this like he was trying to, I guess, break into Hollywood via McDonald's? <laughs> yeah. Uh, and that didn't work out. So then he got into left-leaning politics. and yep. Okay. That's how it goes. That, that is how it goes. Both these guys have failed at everything else they've tried. And then they're, they're like... Uh, well, everyone hates Trump. Can I hate Trump more? <laughs> <laughs> Trolls kept coming to them. You know, people were giving them attention. So, I mean, I, I might put them back up. 
I don't know. I, I, I when I feel good and I want and I want some some chicky McNugs. Maybe oh, I'll put it back. Some happiness. I got, oh my god! Yeah, I got, <laughs> what a yeah. fucking. Maybe I'll put them back up. Is not the answer to why did you take them down? Maybe I'll put them back up. Yeah, but you're, you, you haven't. He doesn't he even took care them. about the drive-through community. <laughs> what about all the people who are enjoying those hilarious vlogs? <laughs> and then he points to his nugs, not drugs oh. sign in the back. Grow up. Grow the fuck up. That's so childish. Drugs are way better than Chicken McNuggets. My, yeah, some happiness and a Happy Meal. You know, I got my, my Nuggets sign here. Yeah. They all they all think that I'm ashamed of my love for fast food. Yeah, because you took the videos down. Yeah. Because you took the videos down. That's how it proves that you're ashamed. Of my love for fast food. Fuck no, if those videos are any proof, <laughs> I love fast food. We know that, but we also think you're ashamed of it because you took it down. Yeah, what is I your love point? It. <laughs> my favorite, point? my favorite fast food restaurant is McDonald's. So yeah, we maybe I'll put them back up. Maybe I'll consider it. Guess just what for the you. first national burger joint was out of all of them. <laughs> the what? Who gives a fuck? The first like national. <laughs> He's stalling place. for time. The first yeah. one. <laughs> what was it? Is that what you're asking me? <laughs> <laughs> what are you asking me, Chad? What do you want to know? My yeah. kid's out in the rain right now, yeah. <laughs> waiting for his dad to pick him up. And you want to ask me what was the first burger joint? Ask the super chat. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking idiot. <laughs> so then it goes on to talk about how, I, according to John, I don't know if this is true or not, but White Castle was one of the first restaurants that like had franchises okay. beyond just you know a single market. And Tony goes, yeah, I, pff, I'm going to piss some people off, but I don't like White Castle. Like, oh, no. <laughs> don't get those people after you. And John explains how great White Castle is after you've been drinking all day. <laughs> Which, of course, of course, John would like that. Um, I might be trampling on some of this next clip because this gets interesting because Tony just gives John just a little, eh, nothing crazy, just a little like, hey, you know, you're a little overweight yourself there, bud. And John does not like it at all. John doesn't know how to bust balls with his friends. He's so bad at it. Thick skin, John. I don't. <laughs> yeah, I know. Can you believe it? Roll off a your lot back, of people John. like Hardee's, but I'm not. I'm not. A, I'm not. A, and I like Wendy's. Wendy's is good. You like Wendy's? Uh, yeah, I do. Although that bun is a little buttery, and I'm not into butter. Oh my god! You don't like butter. You don't. You definitely don't look like you don't like butter. I don't like butter. I don't like cheese. <laughs> Fuck off, fat ass. <laughs> you don't look like you don't like butter, which is, I I mean I don't know how you could make a, a fat joke that's less sharp than that. Yeah, it's the dullest fat joke ever. Sure. And John goes, yeah, fuck off, fat ass. Yeah. Good one. Yeah. Zing. <laughs> Good comeback, John. This is compelling conversation. <laughs> you like it, Doug? Doug? Do you like McDonald's or do you like Wendy's? <laughs> you like Wendy's? What's your well, favorite thing about Hardee's? <laughs> I know. I, I, by the way, we watched all of this on Sheely's show yesterday, so I was reluctant to pull all of it. But they literally talk about, like, Carl's Jr., the portions are too big. I don't like it there. You don't have to eat the whole fucking burger, idiots. <laughs> I don't like it. The portions are too big. Who's ever said that before? I don't you think either of these guys. You can tell by looking at me that I haven't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, fuck you for laughing, assholes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here's, here's the last clip. At the end of the show, Tony leaves, and it's just John. And, of course, what's John going to talk about? The lawsuit. And uh, this cease and desist. I've sent out a few now and because uh, I'm sick of it. I'm sick of these people doing what they're doing, and I'm sick of this corporation allowing it to happen. 
And when I say this corporation, I will tell you which corporation it is. I will name the CEO of this corporation. It's Patreon, and the CEO is Jack Conti. We know this. It's coming public. up after the break. <laughs> it's got public record. <laughs> and, I, and I will tell you all about it. Thank you, Martha Salinas, for the $2 super sticker. And uh, let's just say that this corporation is profiting. Profiting. Okay? That's what corporations yeah, do. From yeah. hate. <laughs> Crazy. Misogyny. Check, check. Racism. Transphobia. Transphobia. Homophobia. Anti-Semitic and anti-Hispanic. And threats of violence. That is who's that right in a nutshell. <laughs> on their platform. By the way, no, nothing he's talking about, aside from threats of violence, which is nonsense, nothing he's talking about is illegal. They they have some spicy content on there. Okay. Yeah. Cool. And the threats of violence got downgraded from bomb threats. Right. Remember it was bomb threats yeah. on the previous episode. Now it's just threats of violence. It, it sounds like he's saying it one word that he's going to send them a seasoned desist. <laughs> yeah, seasoned desist. <laughs> That's going to get all the seasoning for it. <laughs> That's right. And I have the proof. Okay. This corporation allows people. Uh-huh. To have something, and I'll elaborate yeah. further. Uh, you already have. But it's it. disgusting. Is it? It's disgusting. I've complained and complained, and it's fallen on deaf ears, and I'm done with it. He's a fucking Karen. So so now somebody is a Karen just because they want to be treated with some respect? I deserve to not have people walk all over me, okay? I have the right to call the cops when things happen. He, he is talking like somebody that is... Uh, trying out for an acting role on Matlock as a lawyer. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not buying it at all. Also, I want to point out, he used to be on the Howard Stern Show. The Howard Stern Show, which was very against censorship, and they went against the FCC, and they had the right-wing Christians trying to get their show taken off the air, and they were very much against that. And now John has become the fucking right-wing Christians who want to get content taken down that he doesn't agree with and doesn't like. And by, by throwing out those big words, well, you know, racism and homophobia, which I pronounced correctly, but whatever. <laughs> I forgot how he said it. I think he also said transphobia. <laughs> transphobia. <laughs> they don't like airplanes. They don't like automobiles. <laughs> and now I'm in discussion, not with the same attorney that did the cease and desist. Oh, that's funny. All right, so I know who his attorney is who sent the cease and desist because I got a cease and desist, and we went to the website, and it's a joke. So now John is going to try to get us nervous about this because he's got a new attorney, and listen to this. I'm in discussion with a very, very powerful attorney. All right, first off, a very, very powerful attorney, that's something a child would say. My dad could beat up your dad. He's so strong. A very powerful attorney. Jen, either there's a legal reason to do this or not. It has nothing to do with whether you have a powerful attorney. I don't care if Johnny Cochran is pulled out from his grave. (laughs) You're not going to win this case. Maybe that's what happened. You moron. But I love the fact that he knows that we know Mm. that it's a joke, the company that he's working with now, the law firm that he's working with now. Forget about that other thing. (laughs) Right. (laughs) I was just testing to see if you guys could Google. (laughs) 
Do you think this conversation is forcing him to now look for a third lawyer yeah. that doesn't <laughs> yeah, no have shit. very powerful on their website? Yeah. <laughs> this one has superpowers. <laughs> uh, it's uh, Midberry Crunch. <laughs> Dirty at law. <laughs> a deep bowl. About following up this cease and desist with a lawsuit. Because the trolling, it's not trolling anymore. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. It's not trolling when you are attacking it's not trolling. It's content creation, John. What I'm doing is not trolling. I'm creating a show. You happen to be the main character in it, but it's content. Minor children. Oh, minor it's children. not trolling when you are using the N-word. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, Doug. <laughs> what are you comment? looking at me for? <laughs> <laughs> it's not trolling when you're using the N-word. <laughs> when you are... Allowing anti-Semitic speech and posts. When you are allowing... I'm the one who's sticking up for Shuley, all right? So I don't (laughs) want to hear about that. (laughs) Anti-Hispanic posts. Mm -hmm. That's not trolling anymore. That is hate hate stoking. (laughs) (laughs) Taste taste stoking. (laughs) This audition sucks. (laughs) (laughs) Don't call us. We'll call you. (laughs) Some of you are guessing the attorney. And I'll tell you, I ain't... I'm mad as hell, and I ain't going to take it anymore. I'm not going to fight. He just switched Wikipedia pages. (laughs) (laughs) We didn't land on Plymouth. Wait a minute, what? You can't handle the truth. (laughs) This time it's personal. (laughs) Through violence. I'm going to fight through the legal system. Oh, this is great. He's not going to fight through violence, he says. The guy who tells people to come to Pickwick Pub and fight him yeah. anytime after three, any weekday after three, he's there. I ain't, I'm mad as hell and I ain't going to take it anymore. I'm not going to fight through violence. Oh, really? I thought he was going to kick my door down any day. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go, hamburger. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to fight through the legal system. which is the- You're going to fight with the legal system yeah. is what's going to happen. The only way to do so. But what is going on is ridiculous that this corporation is not listening to the various complaints because it's not just me. He's totally a Karen. There have been a few, and I know that as a fact. And the amount of proof I have is insurmountable. So I will talk at length about that on Saturday. What are the odds that his co-plaintiff is Patrick Michael? (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. By the way, because you were coming on, Doug, I, I looked for Patrick Michael. He's not, he's not putting out any new stuff anymore. Yeah, I, I asked Jody B to do some research for me, and he came, on, but came yeah. up empty. All right, Doug, I have a game for you. You had a game for All me, right. although I don't think it was a game. <laughs> but I have a game for you, my friend. Everyone's favorite game. It's time for everyone's favorite game show. To catch a dabbler. Are you ready to play to catch a dabbler? I'm ready. Now, I was at your... Adam does a show here in Hollywood at, at the Dime Bar every Tuesday night. And I was there. I was, I was you know, mentoring a, you know, a, a girl who you know, wants to do stand-up who I wanted to get in her pants. But, but that's besides the point. She's 28. She said I was too old. But What did John say next? Are you following this, Doug? We're going to get I'm, multiple choice here. 
doing my best. Okay. Try to figure out what John said after he was trying to get into this 28-year-old, excuse me, 28-year-old's pants, but she thought he was too old. Here are your choices. A. I said to her, age is just a number. I have the body of a 35-year-old. Number two. She didn't mind taking the jokes that I wrote for her. C. By the time I was 28, I was already touring all over the country. <laughs> 4. I don't think I'm too old to date a 28-year-old. I still feel like I'm 28. Lastly, she's obviously too young to remember how famous I was. <laughs> M. To catch a dabbler. All right. Now, I was at your... I'll go first here. I think that it's going to be number B. Okay. And at first, I thought it was letter one. Okay. But number B, what, what did he say again? He goes, I, I, uh, I'm i not that old, or I have the body of a... No, number B is, <clears throat> she didn't mind taking the jokes. Oh, taking the jokes. Yeah. Yes, that is the one that I wanted. Thanks, producer Chris. Uh, this is why producer Chris is here, everybody. <laughs> Thank you for that. Chris, what do you got? I'm going to go with number triangle. Uh, <laughs> Delta? No, I think that's uh, the touring one. Uh, oh, I, yeah, he was touring when he was 28? Yeah, yeah. Okay. C. Doug, what do you think? I started with two, and then I'm landing on four. Okay. All right. We all have a different answer. Let's find out if any of us are man enough to catch a dabbler. Now, I was at your... Adam does a show here in Hollywood at, at the Dime Bar every Tuesday night, and... I was there. I was, I was, you know, mentoring a, you know, a, a girl who you know, wants dimes. to stand up. Who I wanted to get in her pants, but, but that's besides the point. She's twenty eight. She said I was too old, but she didn't mind taking the jokes that I wrote for her. Of course, yes. not too old. No, no, but uh, you know, that's all for this week. Come back next week to find out if you are man enough to catch You're on a, a dabbler. Right, victory music. <laughs> the most famous podcast in the world today. Cardiff Electric. He's so cool. Come out yeah, and play. Yeah, baby. Do you still play uh, Cardiff stuff on your show? Does he still pay for ad time on your show, Doug? No, he hasn't said anything in uh, a couple weeks. Oh, okay. Well, I have to say that this is my second win in a row. However... Last time was a little bit cheating because it was to catch a club foot, and it was something that I had said. So, man, I got ahead of the bat, and he barely won. <laughs> I still was, wasn't sure. It's like it could have been this one, it could have been, could have been that one. Doug, I want to thank you so much for coming on the show. As always, I always have a blast talking to you. People can check you out on the Who's Right podcast, as well as your Patreon, Patreon.com/slash Who's Right Podcast. Is that right? That is correct. Um, so I'm, I'm going to give you some big news. This is a oh. late-breaking Who's Right update. Oh, good. I haven't even shared this on the show yet. So Wednesday on our show, I will be making the announcement, and this is true. Hold on a second. Hold on. I am officially an ordained minister now. Hey, congratulations. <laughs> wow, that's, that's really impressive stuff. Let me give it cost you, $150. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
I will tell you, Doug, that we have that in common. I'm an ordained minister myself. I married my brother and sister-in-law. Is that why oh. you're doing it? I want to get into circumcisions, I think. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> what kind of credentials do I need to cut some penises around here? <laughs> well, here's a place to start. Yeah. <laughs> we, are starting a, we are starting a new show where I'm going to be taking confessions from our listeners. So oh. I figured it would only make sense. That's hilarious. If I was to get ordained. That's hilarious. I love it. All right. Well... Definitely check out Who's Right with uh, Doug and Anthony. People are saying in the Discord that they love you and you should come back more often, and I totally agree. Always great to have you on the show. Thanks for coming on again. It's been too long. Thank you for having me. Please join us again next time. It might be the episode we find out once and for all. Who are these podcasts? Sleep well, every pony. Starting in the mush pits of morning radio. Great show. Good job, everybody. Great job, everyone. Let's first check in with YouTube comments regarding the stuttering John has no business hosting a show video. Stuart G. writes, I love how disgusted Jenny is with John. Pat, Carl, you're a genuine maniac. That sped up shit was fabulous. Sleepless, I can never get enough of John failing at life. Michael, vote out hate? What a hypocrite. His political podcasts are nothing but hate. Jim, love the lame t-shirt slogan draped across his moobs. What a super duper cool and virtuous guy. Nick, 8XO Jetta is my new favorite mythical character. Next, we have some comments about the SJ Hypocrite video. Uncle Rico, John's lack of self-awareness is really something to behold. He actually makes Opie look kinda normal. Ish. Maddie Boy notes, Shuli lives for this. He's perfectly in his element. His comment about, can you imagine if we all did a heel turn and went after Carl, made me seriously LOL. Jimmy, I love that John has a research team when he couldn't book one competent cameraman for his DC trip. Lil Herb 13, this is getting awesome. I can't wait for Stut Joe's media tour. Lisa shares, I'm addicted to this saga. Why? Thomas writes, John, they're trying to hurt me financially. No, dummy, you're doing that all on your own, lol. JP dunks with, remember in Weird Science when Kelly LeBrock turned Bill Paxton into a troll-like blob creature? That's what Stuttering John looks like. Adam Goldstein TV (laughs) opines, Carl, Chris, Husey, and Shuli together are the best version of WATP. Birthday wishes to Don, who posts, Ah, perfect birthday gift. A new stuttering asswipe episode of WATP. Thanks! Crash Awesome points out, John needs to learn how shirt collars work. Patrick, even if you don't believe in God, thank him for creating this proto-human, an absolute goldmine. And Aloysius plays us out with, Damn it, Carl, we will not attack John's kids anymore. Stop <laughs> telling us to do it. Oh, the, the YouTube commenters are the funniest commenters at this point yeah. right now. Doug pointed out to me, that I forgot everyone's favorite part of the show. The Boy, is my face right. I did mean to do a teaser because I have a special programming note. There will be no midweek episode this week. Producer Chris and I are traveling to Denver 
to the South Park 25th anniversary concert featuring Matt and Trey, as well as Primus, as well as Ween. So I'm uh, right after we meet Mr. J and Pixie. Yeah, we'll probably <laughs> hang out with Mr. J down there. And I want to hang out with that dude who goes to strip clubs all the time for the conversation. <laughs> have a conversation. Yeah, yeah I want to hang out with that dude. So we have a lot to get to. I won't be able to podcast. But when we come back next weekend, we have a very special guest, someone who's never been on the show before, who's making their debut that we all know and love. So I'm very excited about that. I mean, that's a tease. Yeah. That's that. Now that is how you tease. What right have we there. done today? <laughs> We've done it all. <laughs> all right. Um, Vic is supposed to be here. She texted me that she's in her car, but she would call in, but I don't see her. Mm. So in that case, we're going to start hitting some voicemails, and if she shows up, we'll do some reviews. And if not, don't forget, Carl. I got that heart out. All <laughs> oh, right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Doug, thanks so much for coming out today, buddy. I thanks, do appreciate man. it. All right. Bye. See ya. Bye, Chris. See you, man. Fuck you, Carl. Fuck you. You were the biggest fucking prick I know. Dude. Alright. You may not believe in Bitcoin, but um, let me tell you this. El Salvador. Moving to Bitcoin was the best thing they could ever do. They have more publicity than everybody else. Cut this Costa Rica shit out. You're, you're fucking at your... Your ads suck, dude. They're garbage. They're garbage. Six. They're garbage. You gotta get rid of this shit. Bitcoin is the best publicity you can ever get. You and WHV can posting ads for Costa fucking Rica. God damn it. Carl, kill yourself. In fact, you know what? I'm going to say it. I, this is what I want you to do. I want you to go get a gun. All right? I'm, I'm in Texas. Okay. Come down here. Get my guns. Go kill Stuttering John. Okay. Kill, kill, your, kill producer Chris. <laughs> I knew it. Kill Vinny, and then kill your fucking self. Why does Andy and, and Crows get to live? Fucking right, God. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Call me back. I've been drunk before, but yeah. wow. That is next level right there. That is not tequila drunk. No one is going to be killing anyone with a gun. I want to point that out. I think that gentleman was joking about that. Reviews. Hey. Reviews. With Vic. Hey, Vic. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Man, Doug just left. Oh. And I think he's going to be kicking himself yeah. when he sees the outfit that you have on. It's really missing out. <laughs> I mean, just because he's three times your age doesn't mean he wouldn't enjoy having a chat with you, I, I would imagine. Do we have any new reviews? You made it back to uh, some type of home. Uh, it's a it's a hotel. Oh. Okay. What's going on? Uh, are you on vacation or something? Um, not really. We're just a uh, weekend getaway watching John Mulaney. Oh, nice. He's coming to mm-hmm. Rochester in September, is it? Yeah. I'll let you know how it is. Please do. I heard that he talks about his, uh, well, or I guess he's got a special or something where he just talks about his uh, cocaine addiction. Yeah. The, no, the he got a divorce recently. Like, he fucking, he has a new kid with, like, his side hoe. Oh. So, like, top notch. horrible time. way to live your life. 
I know. Stay on the blow and stop knocking <laughs> girls up. Yeah, kids suck. Seriously. Vic, do we have any new reviews that you'd like to read to us? Uh, yes. I have Look at the commitment out of Vic. I want to point this out. Remember that dirt farmer who couldn't be bothered no, to be around a computer? I don't. I don't, <laughs> I don't either. <laughs> she couldn't be bothered to be around a computer. Vic is a weekend getaway with the hubby, going to see comedy shows, finding time to come on the show and read reviews. I, I do appreciate that, Vic. Oh, of course, Carl. I have to make myself feel better by uh, seeing someone who has worse teeth than I do. <laughs> That's what I'm here for. And you know what? I, I'm going to say it right now. All those sock accounts I use on Twitter to talk about what a fucking asshole you are and how disgusting you are and how much it would suck to sleep with you. I'm going to stop doing that. Oh, you have so my words. Yeah. Um, but I do have two reviews. Okay. Um, one is super obnoxiously long, so we'll see. Okay. Um, but this first one is two obnoxious guys mock things they don't understand by downtown Taylor. All and right, they this just person gets it. <laughs> yeah, you summed it up perfectly. That's our new tagline now. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so that was a one star. I, I actually do like that as a tagline. Can you read that again? <laughs> um, two obnoxious guys mock things they don't understand. Yeah, that's good. Okay. Um, and then this next one is too much stuttering fool, not enough Cardiff. Oh, um, I wonder who wrote this. Yeah. from Cardiff. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they wrote a little story. It's kind of cute. Okay. So, it, uh, it says, Victoria pressed her Jewish milkers into Casey's face. The poor dirt farmer struggled against the cow-like weight. Oh, no, you don't, Victoria said as she grabbed one of the reviews and pulled back. She slammed it down on top of Casey's head. I'll teach you better than that. She laughed at how much the other woman winced at the loud sound of autistic screeching. She continued to beat the poor girl with the five stars until her milkers were wet. Victoria looked over her work with satisfaction. She took in the sweat dripping down Casey's much larger chest, her hands covered in a mix of dirt and blood. Victoria smiled wide. The girl would be dead before lunchtime if she kept this up. Her eyes drifted down towards the red and purple marks around the other farmer's neck, the bruises already fading into white and pink hues. This would only get worse, especially if Casey didn't stop fighting. It was a losing battle, and Victoria knew it. Casey's legs gave out under her. Her body crumpled in onto the grass as her breathing grew labored. Please, I have dirt to kayak in, Casey begged. <laughs> Victoria smiled at the terrified look on Casey's face. Do you want me to call Daddy? He likes to watch. She watched with glee as Casey's eyes widened even more. She knew she had won when tears started streaming down the girl's cheeks. Don't worry, little chicken. He will be here soon. <laughs> No, please don't call him, Casey pleaded again. Victoria just giggled as she walked off, opening Discord on her phone, leaving Casey wet, shaking, and scared. She was so happy for once. The sun was shining brightly. The birds were chirping. Daddy Hamburger, I found her. Today was a perfect summer day. That's disturbing. <laughs> Holy, I don't know how you were able to read that. I don't know. I read it in the car, and I was like... All right. Wow. Those are the only two new reviews. Like, I, wow. I don't know what to do, dog. I don't know what, how to feel about that one. <laughs> I guess I'll uh, probably finish in my pants and we can move on. All right. That's, uh, <laughs> That's how you feel about it. All right. Let's play some more voicemails then. Hey, it's Sergio from Providence. Uh, just want to point out that Stuttering John selling his condo at the worst possible time in the housing market. Yeah. Probably the only time he's ever taken a bath on anything. <laughs> <laughs> That's a pretty good zinger right there, my friend. Hello, this is Elegant Elliot 
often. And this message is for the cockless, crass, cretin producer, Chris. Chris, you're saying that stuttering John, that steamless, stuttering, stupid, stuttering John sounds like me, elegant Elliot often? Well, you keep saying something like that, I'm going to have you whacked. That's gangster talk, right? That is a spot-on elegant Elliot often impression, and to the point where I th- think that might have actually been him. <laughs> it's really good. I don't know how to feel now. Yeah? <laughs> Are you going to finish? Or? <laughs> <laughs> let's uh, let's keep, keep these going. Also, I'll just say, like, uh, you know, I'll give uh, House Sparks credit where uh, credit's due. He's the only fucking decent-looking person John has ever had on his show other than that, like, Chinese dude that talked for five minutes. Weird uh, observation. And, like, dipped on his fucking podcast. Like, dude, like, I don't know. Hal Sparks, like, looks normal. <laughs> Everybody else is a fucking disgusting, ugly freak. All right, uh, call me back. Please, God, call me back, Carl. I need you to call me back, dude. Uh, sir, are you aware that Hell Sparks is a man? You might not think he looks so normal once you find that out. But interesting observation, nonetheless. Edgar calls into the show. Now, we've had Chippa call into the show, but we've never had Edgar, to my knowledge, call into the show before. Hello. This is Edgar. This message is for Carl Hamburger. It is a funny joke. The guy who calls in as Chip Chipperson yeah. makes really funny jokes. All right, very good, Edgar. Thank you very much. Oh, another celebrity called into the show. This is exciting. This is through your head, you WTAP motherfuckers, you. You only exist out here because of John. That's the only reason. Without John, you personally, every fucking podcast still around will take a piece of your fucking WTAP ass. Then where you going to go? You're fucking warned. Don't ever go over John's head again. You motherfucker, you. All right, we pissed off Joe Pesci now. That's not bad. <laughs> Seems dangerous. Producer Chris, you're not a fan of that impression? No, I'm <laughs> just getting nervous. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Um, oh, do you remember the last episode we did, Vic, where yeah. you were laughing at the cow photographer for being a failed graphic designer? <laughs> I, I do remember that. Yeah. Why doesn't he just call you with this shit? Why does he call me with that? <laughs> it's kind of weird, but all right. Hey, Carl. It's the cow photographer. Uh, in response to Vic saying I was a failed graphic designer, all graphic designers are failures. That's why I joined the Army, was to not be a failure, because graphic design is for losers. Uh, I made the mistake of studying that in college, and now I outrank Vic, and she'll actually probably never be at my level. So, just saying. So I, as people know, used to own a, a marketing agency, and we had graphic designers on staff who were very talented and very good at what they do. They were not failures. 
So I don't know what he's talking about. <laughs> I'm not sure what he means by that. They don't get to fly drones around and, and bomb shit, but they can design logos and stuff. So that's cool. Vic, what do you think about the tough talk about him being uh, higher ranked than you? Um, that's fine. I, I don't want to stay in. I love weed too much. Okay. Interesting. I just, uh, I just wanted free college. Oh, that's a good way to do it. Yeah. What are you going to study in school? Uh, I want to be a mortician. I just want to like plaster, like makeup on dead bodies. You need college for that? Uh, evidently is that for real that you need college no, yeah, for like, i mean like you embalm them and like fill them with i would the think an apprenticeship would be all you would need like it's not like people are really looking for that job if someone's willing to try it they're like oh okay we'll show you no nah, dog you gotta be like licensed and other shit it's a it's a whole thing carl but it's it's an industry that will never die <laughs> i get it uh, are you being serious though about this no, absolutely, uh, absolutely yeah so you're one of those weirdos who likes dead bodies and stuff I don't like them, but like someone's got to do it and like it pays okay. Or I could just be a stay at home wife. What is like that? Like my, my husband might make yeah, a big bank. Did you guys bring mice with you on this vacation? Yeah, I brought one mic. Oh, no, mice. Sounds like there's something squeaking in the background. No, he's trying to figure out the fucking uh, fuck the clothes hang. <laughs> the fuck swing. The ironing board. <laughs> Can you lube up your fuck swing, please? <laughs> Someone actually uses the ironing board in a hotel? Holy he shit. He fucking does. Look. I do. Oh. <laughs> there he is. Hey. hey. Looking sharp, buddy. You want to look good for John Mulaney. I get it. I get it. I think he's trying to take him home tonight. Sweet. He might be sleeping in the hallway. Oh, I thought maybe you'd get involved in that. No, I guess not. Yeah. All right. Uh, another celebrity called into the show. Hi, pal. It's me, Mickey Mouse. <laughs> How you doing? Good. <laughs> You're a cunt. <laughs> Bye. What the fuck? <laughs> Mickey? Thought <laughs> <laughs> better of him. And then uh, we got another call from uh, Barack Obama. Oh, good. Hello. This is Barack Obama from Kiss, <laughs> former president of the United States, and former bass player for the rock and roll band Kiss. I don't think that makes sense, but okay. You're a cunt. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's a critic, apparently. Uh, not even a call me back, Jesus. Uh, <laughs> so, this is a guy who's not gay calling into the show. Hey, 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 I swear I'm not gay, but I want to put my cum up in your bum. <laughs> I love you, Jen. <laughs> okay. And uh, because I guess poems are becoming all the rage now, here's a poem for Vic. And tell me if you can figure out whose voice this is, because this might be the cow photographer. I could be wrong. Right. Hey, Carl, I, uh, I wrote a poem for Vic. Okay, here it goes. How now, brown cow? When I look at you, I think... Mm, fuck you. All right. Sweet poem. Yeah. No, that, that was it. That was it, right? <laughs> yeah. All right. This is the last voicemail we have. And unfortunately, it's John's attorney. I hear he's very powerful. So I'm a little concerned about this one. This is John Melinda's lawyer calling. <laughs> You're a cunt. 
God damn it. That's spicy lawyer talk right there. Oh. Wow. You got me good. Vic, enjoy the comedy show. Let me know how it goes. Oh, of course. Thank you very much for uh, for coming on the show and reading reviews. Yeah, all three of us. Yep. <laughs> I get it. Okay, folks. Guess what? This the episode's it. over. <laughs> that was a great episode. That was really great. I gotta go. Goodbye. Goodbye. This is it. It's over. Okay? Goodbye. <laughs> goodbye. Hey, bye. goodbye. All right. Babe. We're no longer on YouTube. Do you want to take off your shirt now? No. The show's over. No, it's fine. The show's over. No yeah, you got to iron that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You no, probably want to get that off so that your uh, Mr. Vic can iron that for you. It's form-fitting. It doesn't need to be ironed. Uh-huh. Well, it, it already hurt. stretches it out. The yeah, wrinkles but are gone. It's going to hurt, probably.